0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, as always, Nick Von Brick. Hey. And Justin, the Russian concussion, Mascaro. Hello. And first-time guest, Andrew Stoma. What's
1: going on, guys? So Andrew hit us
0: up, said he had a perfect bracket for the listeners, um, reached out, said y'all needed to hear it, so he's here with his picks. Um, So episode 108, it's time. March is here. The brackets are set. We're 24 hours out from Selection Sunday. We've slept on the brackets, and we're ready to give you our picks. We're going to talk all kinds of different stuff. Who, who's a sleeper? Who might be an early out? Who's our favorite to win it all? We're going to break it all down. If you remember last year, it went really well for me. Not so much for y'all, but for me. So I did good. Did you? Betting. I mean, yeah, money-wise, yeah, betting we all did pretty solid. Um, but the goal... Of this episode, obviously, is to make money betting. But it's also to win your bracket challenge. So, um, I did that. I'm going to stroke my own ego for a couple, 30 seconds. Um, My bracket ranked 80,000 out of however many millions it was. And it was honestly the best fucking year I could have ever had. Like, that one will go down in history for me. Um, I know it was the first. Because we didn't have the COVID year, it got canceled. Then we were back with the bubble, so everybody's like, oh, it kind of has an asterisk by it. Not for fucking me. Not for me. I'll take it every day of the week. Um, But this is like, it finally feels like we're we're on the other side, you know?
2: Yeah, I know.
0: Like, it's back. We're back to real March Madness now. Yeah, back to normal. Yeah. So, um, we're going to break everything down. But first, so Andrew's got a basketball background, so we're going to let him... uh, Go into detail so you know that there's some credibility to these picks. Uh, you got some you got some Ken, Ken Palm inside information. Um, so, all right, so you coached at Fordham, you said?
1: Yeah, so uh, graduated from LSU in 2018, uh, trying to find a coaching gig, kind of always thought I wanted to get into college coaching. Um, emailed every single school in the country. Was fortunate enough to get a response from Coach Mike DiPali over at Fordham University and packed my bags, moved out to New York for a year uh did a season with them on staff as the uh assistant director of player development uh did that season and then ended up moving back uh after
0: that's awesome yeah no i mean dude it's a fucking grind like i feel like a lot of people don't understand like the actual grind that like not only the players but the staff go through as well no, like it's, it's crazy you just see like on tv you see them show up and they play in the in the tournaments and all of that and you're like okay yeah that'd be cool it's like I feel like – and I could be wrong, but I feel like the assistants and all that get all the fucking grunt work and, like, y'all do the heavy lifting. And
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. It was, I mean, it was early mornings, long nights yeah. with, without the head coach in the office, you know, just kind of trying to do whatever we could to help the team in whatever possible way we could. But uh, it was fun. And I enjoyed it. And, so I'm glad to be back in Louisiana for sure.
0: So are you looking to um, do anything further in coaching?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm actually – Kind of working on a little project right now. We, mm-hmm. There's a uh, travel basketball association up here, based out of the North Shore, uh, that we're creating on the South Shore. So I'm gonna be really uh, kind of helping out with that. Going full speed ahead with that. Kind of awesome. starting up this week, honestly. Oh, cool. Um, and then just trying to get. I think I'm pretty much committed to getting back into high school coaching full time. So that's what's see up. Where, see where that takes me.
0: Do you know uh, who's a coach Carlin in
1: North Shore? I've uh, met him. He, I don't know him that well, though.
0: North Shore, I mean, they got kind of shit in the yeah. state championship. But to, for North Shore to go to the state championship, dude, that's impressive. Yeah. And they were like an 11 seed. Like, yep. they weren't supposed to be there. So, hats off to North Shore on a, a pretty pretty solid run. But, yeah, so you played, obviously, right?
1: Yeah, uh, four years in high school.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: and then, so, Justin, you played as well. Obviously, we mm-hmm. both we played together. Uh, Nick, you play football, but you you like basketball, and you know how to bet it.
2: Um, I can hit the three.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, Nick is
0: Nick is famous for like the circus layup where you're going in in between three people and his face in the wrong way and he's throwing it up, but it goes in. Like it goes in way more consistently than you think it would. Um, but yeah, all right. So like I said, brackets are set. Last year was an extremely profitable year. We gave you. Two different thirteen over four upsets, a twelve over a five upset. Nick gave you North Texas over Purdue. I gave you Ohio over Virginia. The writing was on the wall for that one. I also gave you Oregon State over Tennessee. Um, I had gave you Syracuse going to the Sweet Sixteen. Which, if you, I went back and listened to last year's episode. Um, Nick hated Syracuse. Nick was telling me how Syracuse was the dumbest pick ever and that he would basically bet his life on it. Syracuse won by a billion. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. That's why I said you got to watch out for Buddy Bayheim. If he's not punching people in the stomach, then he's hitting threes, and last year he was. So um, So there's
1: certain coaches that get their teams ready for March. It doesn't matter what kind of season they had. Yeah. Get them ready for March. Tom Izzo and Jim Beheim are two of the experts to do that. A
0: hundred percent. And Izzo is definitely, and they're in the tournament this year. With mm-hmm. the dude, that's a tough one. Uh, Davidson and Michigan State is one that, I mean, dude, because Davidson's good. Like yeah. I understand they're coming off the loss against Richmond. Thank God I had Richmond in that one. I needed that. Um, but that's, you've been huge on Michigan State all year. Yeah, I like them. I can't get on the right side of them. So,
2: I. But the biggest thing is like. Um... Let, they're good when they play good. If that makes sense, uh, I mean, at times they'll turn over. like for example, um, in the Big Ten tournament before they played Purdue, who did they play? Before Wisconsin, huh? Uh, yeah, and they beat them. Yeah, but they were beating them by like way more. They let them back in. That's and right. turned the ball me over so like fuck you. They turned the ball over eleven times in the second half. Yeah. So they no, do that, have a bit. They have a, a turnover issue, and that's a their biggest. Yeah, weakness.
0: they've had that problem all year. They don't have. They don't. It's like they don't know who the primary ball handler is. Uh, it's like they can't decide. So you've got um, – I always space on his name. Honestly, I space, I'm spacing on all of their fucking names. It. it um, the dude he hit the buzzer beater against Purdue, I think, the first time they played him. Can't remember his name. But regardless, they've got all these different guys who are solid players, but it's like nobody wants to assert themselves as the guy who you can go to in, down the stretch in tough situations. I can't get on the right side of them i honestly let me preface this with yeah i had an incredible march last year we made a shitload of money hit the futures bet won the bracket challenge this year i fucking suck i can't get on the right side of a bet to save my goddamn life but if we're only talking what we did on sunday i'm four and two yes. picking 66 so um just to chronicle my year because like i talked with Lindsay i'm like you don't fucking understand you don't understand what i have to go through i got to sit there and watch indiana all of a sudden playing like world beaters. Indiana was up 30 points. Really, it was like 26 against Wisconsin. Wisconsin comes back and wins, and not only do they win, they cover the five. They, they, it was, I think it was four and a half. They win by five. They were down 30. And so that that perfectly sums up my year. Oh, actually, I'm going on a tangent. Travion Williams, dude, what the fuck was that? We Were on, were we on opposite sides? No, we were on opposite sides the next the day. The next day. I have Purdue. Against Penn State, minus nine. They're up eight. This son of a bitch. I, I'm like, fuck. So Penn State's inbounding the ball at half court. I'm like, we got to get a. I was like, we need a quick miss and a foul, is what we need. Well, they throw a fucking lollipop pass to midcourt. Travion Williams jumps it like a safety, steals it going down. They don't call the intentional foul. You could've, I, I could have got a. could have gave him a. a intentional or a whatever the fuck, intentional. And then. He goes for a windmill dunk with his fucking he eating popcorn fucking slips out of his hands. Dude, like the, the amount of joy I had when he stole it. I was like, oh. and then he goes for the windmill, bro, and fucking loses it out of bounds. I just sat there like. And, like, Lindsey looks at me, she's like, what's wrong? I just didn't say anything. I was, I was like, I'm not.
1: I think I messaged you after that one, too, Yeah, huh? I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> dude.
0: I was like, because, yeah, anytime I get a fucking really bad beat, I put it on the, I put it on the Instagram page, and I'm like, I need, I need people to understand. Because all they're going to see is that there's red by it, but it's fucking terrible, dude. But, yeah, so that sums up my year. I, I can't, I can't, the ball hasn't bounced my way, but it started to a little bit on Sunday, and we carry that over. That's why I'm going to get a hoodie that says we lose in February to win in March. That's what we said last year. We lost so fucking much in February last year, and then we won it all back, and then some in March. So, going to try to do it again this year. Uh, so Andrew said he's got a perfect bracket. Justin, do you have a perfect bracket? Um, no. Okay, I was going to say the pause there wasn't uh, wasn't reassuring. But let's talk about your lock of the week last year. I mean, last week. Do you remember? How do you? How could you? Oh, not? Providence to win it. No. Mm. It was your lock plus 3000. Xavier? Yep. Yeah, they lost in
3: the first round.
0: Yeah, Big East was uh we weren't even given outlocks. Nobody had a gun to your
3: head. I know, I just kind of said just, you know, <laughs> remind me of college football. Okay. So.
0: Okay. <laughs> it brought you back. Yeah, yeah, so Xavier, um I mean, if you make a plus 3000 future, we had St. John's. St. John's got fucking hose, dude. If St. John's beats Villanova over, they win the Big East.
3: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah.
0: In in, in Champagne, which there was questionable calls, uh, that that definitely helped Villanova. But you're up one. Champagne gets a wide open three. I'm like, that's the dagger. He airballs it, dude. What the fuck are we doing?
2: And Julian Champagne's a stud. Yeah, that's his shot. The corner.
0: He loves and he's wide open. In, in crunch time in the garden, I'm like, this is a I had done no deal. Idea
2: what happened with that?
0: He airballed it. I was like, oh my god. Like I was okay. Now we're fucked. Like. Twenty seven to one to win the uh the Big East. That would have been nice. But we cashed in on a lot of a lot of um conference championships. What we had Tennessee. I had Tennessee plus three seventy. Uh who else, what else did we have? We had Kansas. We had um Arizona. Arizona obviously. We had who was the uh we had Nova. We had
2: Yeah, I only hit one Arizona.
0: I hit I think four.
2: But I only picked one for each conference. Yeah. Michigan
3: um, State. Did nice. we hit the Big East uh, conference? Villanova. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, and then the, you the had favorite. the you had the Big Ten the at big Iowa. So yeah, I mean we we handed you a lot of a lot of conference championship winners. Um,
2: but we had Texas. You were on Texas Tech.
0: I was on Texas Tech. Yes.
2: Yeah, we had Texas Tech, Duke, and Arizona. If those three would have won, I'd have ended up making a so good bit of money. But yeah,
0: of course, Duke and
2: <clears throat> Texas Tech lost.
0: Yep. So all right, um how do we wanna how do we wanna start this? How do we want where we wanna start in a specific quadrant?
2: Um
3: Yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, let's start um let's start in the West. I think actually better yet, tell me which one you Andrew, you can go first. Tell me which one you think is the weakest quadrant.
1: Ooh, that's tough. Um Actually it's not as tough as I thought. Midwest easy for me.
2: I agree. What about y'all? No doubt, Midwest.
0: What about you, Justin? Yeah, I was going to say either west or east. Okay. Um, So then you're not in agreement with us is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) You made that sound like, yeah, you were with us. Um, Yeah, no, I think it's the Midwest by far. So I haven't been doing – all year I haven't been giving Iowa enough credit. So I think it's going to be between – it's going to be Kansas and Iowa to go to the Elite Eight. I don't see. Obviously, Kansas ain't gonna lose to the one to the sixteen. San Diego State, Creighton, either one of those. I think Kansas can beat Iowa and Richmond. I think that's gonna be a tough game. Richmond's good, uh, but Iowa. I, I, I just we were so big on Iowa last year, and then
2: yeah, we had to stay away. It, it was like busted our ass. Yes, I was
1: telling my buddy, I, I, I was playing the best basketball in the country right now. Keegan Murray's playing out of his mind. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I mean, there's no debating that. He he started out so hot. And then he cooled off that I was like, okay, maybe it was just like he would just off, was off to such a good start that I didn't think it was sustainable. And he's like, he proved me wrong. He's fucking good. And then now Chris Murray's playing it's good killing too. He's right like,
1: killing it right now. I, I think he averaged, I heard on the uh, stream. Yesterday he was averaging two points a game last year or something like that. Yeah, he's close to eleven or twelve now. Yeah, we used to we
0: used to call good. him. Uh, we called Keegan Murray Poindexter last yeah. year because he <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's so fucking smart, dude. And and he was the X factor. We were literally we were calling him the X factor because yeah. we were like, if this dude comes in, if he's getting his, then Iowa can beat anybody. Because we were. Yeah, fucking, I, I did make. I made an Iowa bracket last year. I did too. I was like, if because of Murray. <laughs> Thank God my Baylor bracket won because on. my other one sucked. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Because. With Garza, I loved fucking Joe Wieskamp. Camp. Yeah. He was a stud, dude. Oh, yeah. And then Bohannon. It was like if if Bohannon's on and Murray's giving you a solid production, it's like they could beat anybody in the country. So yeah, but th- I
2: I agree with you. It's Kansas or Iowa to go to the lead eight, and I think who, the winner of that game goes to the final four.
0: So all right, let's talk. Um, or actually, we'll, if if we'll, that's the matchup, you know, we're gonna. So okay, we're we're in agreement, except for Justin, even though it sounded like he was that the Midwest <laughs> is the weakest uh region. So we'll we'll get to that um cuz I think there'll be good talking points breaking that one down. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that that was the one that stood out to me right away. What okay, which one of the three do we think is the toughest?
2: Um
1: toughest to break down or just toughest No, 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 just <laughs> toughest
0: tw- toughest one to come out of. Honestly, at
1: yeah, that I feel like
0: Midwest stands out as the weakest, as the toughest. I feel like it's a little bit more difficult to pick. Uh, Personally, off the top of my head, I would say the South. I think the South is tough. You've got, You've got Houston sitting there uh, as a five, so Arizona's going to either have to go through TCU or Seton Hall. Um, TCU's good on the home court. I think Seton Hall – I kind of like Seton Hall to win that matchup. I think Seton Hall is better than their record, but I don't think they're going to – beat Arizona obviously but then you've got Tennessee in there you've got Nova you've got um, Michigan as an 11 seed kind of hanging around there Ohio State who is on, on a terrible down stretch but I think that Ohio State might surprise some people so that's I think going to be a good value pick cuz Loyola Chicago's favored um Ohio State lost to Oral Roberts last year I don't they're going to they're not going to sleepwalk through this game and they've got I love EJ Liddell I have for his entire career that he's been there but I think that one's tough. Um, I would probably say the South. Which one? What do you think is the hardest?
2: Um, yeah, I think the South has multiple teams that can can win it. Meaning, like, um, out of all the other, yeah. out of all the other con uh, quadrants, I think the South has the most contenders for for to win it who all. Who can represent them? And yeah. I think that's Arizona, Tennessee, and Villanova. So
0: yeah. All right, Justin. Who do you think? I, I said the South. South. All right, uh-huh. Andrew. Who do you think?
1: I'm gonna go with the East, okay. Um, Baylor has kind of been a team that I've liked to follow all year ever since last year. Yeah, um, I think Scott Drew does a really good job coaching over there, but they don't have an easy road to the final four. Kentucky for sure does not have an easy road to the final four. I mean they might have to run into Purdue. Possibly, I think Virginia Tech's going to win that Virginia Tech Texas game, but yep. Texas is still kind of a team that can get hot at times. Yep. Uh, St. Mary's yeah. is another team that I think a lot of people sleep on them just because they come out of the West Coast Conference, but yep. that's a team that's very well coached. They can shoot the ball really well. They rebound it well. Uh, I think there's just a lot of teams that pose or can pose create, a, pose yeah, a threat to get pose out. Pose a there. threat, create some problems for. A lot of these higher seeds in this bracket to, to get out of there alive.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I would say that that is uh that is definitely the second toughest um in my opinion. But you can make a, I mean you just made a good argument why it is the strongest. I mean yeah, Baylor of the one seeds. I think Baylor's the weakest. Um, but their their next matchup is going to be either Marquette or North Carolina. Either one of those teams can get hot. Um, and then yeah, Kentucky. You know what you're getting there. But their ne- their second round matchup is going to be probably Murray State. I like Murray State. San Francisco's good, but I like Murray State. That's a tough matchup. Then you've got Virginia Tech playing the hottest basketball of just about anybody right now, and Purdue. So just to even get to the Elite Eight, they're going to have to go through either Virginia Tech. They're going to have to go through Murray State, definitely, uh, if they advance, and then either Virginia Tech or Purdue. So just to get to the Elite Eight, Kentucky's going to have a tough run. Um, But, yeah, so all right. So we said the South, you'd say the East. All right, let's go let's go double digit seed most likely to make it to the second weekend meaning the sweet 16. you go first. Last year we hit on oh, these. Man. so these these this is where especially in especially in a bracket challenge, this is arguably the most important picks you can make because the favorites obviously Gonzaga, Arizona, um, Kentucky's up there, Kansas, there's gonna be so many of those brackets. So if you go if you're looking at it from the standpoint of trying to get the edge in your bracket challenge, these are the games that are gonna matter because you're gonna make you're gonna make ground where other people aren't gonna have these picks. So who would
2: you who would you think? See, I didn't have any um double digit seeds. <laughs> well, let me see So I didn't have any big This question threw me for a loop, but um
3: I can give you two. Um. All right. Um, Michigan at an eleven seed. I could see them if they beat Tennessee. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I see no chance of that happening. But I'm no. I'm saying Tennessee like that would right be now. like that'd be one like that I could see. Yeah. Um. And uh, this will probably upset some listeners, but uh, Colgate. So he's big
0: on Wisconsin. Big time. Um, I think Colgate's going to – Colgate was a popular upset pick last year. Uh, I think they played Arkansas. Colgate shoots the ball really well. Um, I don't hate the Colgate pick, if I'm being honest. I'm not – so I'm assuming Johnny Davis is fine. Ankles okay? From what I've seen, yes. Okay. When he's on the court versus when he's off the court, they are such a different team. Major difference. And and it's like – so I got caught up relying too much because i think the tournament is about players that take it over johnny davis is certainly one of those players that can get hot and beat the talk of the tournament i used to get caught up on and you're not i mean obviously i don't think you're picking them to win but um yeah. like to win the whole thing but like i picked oklahoma when they had buddy healed like mm-hmm. I, yeah I, I I like i used to get all in on those players that could take it over and they, but it's like if they have a bad game it's like fuck like so that's a tough one um
1: Well, in regards to Wisconsin, you know, if Johnny Davis isn't having a great game, Davidson can very easily get hot. Tyler Wall is a great interior player that can maybe stretch out the floor a little bit. I think that works out in their favor. They have a lot of supporting pieces, not just Johnny Davis. I think Mm -hmm. that's why I like them so much. Um, But, yeah, I I think Davidson has has the capability to take over a game if he wants to.
0: Yeah. um, I feel like... They're just not – so the thing with Colgate is they shoot – I think they're the best three-point shooting team in the field. So
1: It's either either them or South Dakota State. uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe so. So if you're going to bet on Colgate, you're betting on them to get hot. You're betting – because Wisconsin doesn't turn the ball over very much. They've got a very efficient scorer in Johnny Davis. They've got quality bigs down low. So you're betting on basically – Colgate to inundate Wisconsin with threes, and then you're you're trading threes for twos, and because they're not going to turn it over that much, so you're gonna they're going to have to hit a very high percentage of shots to pull off the upset. I personally, I don't hate that pick though. Like I said, I I think that will be a popular one. It was popular last year, and they gave Arkansas a run in the first half, but then Arkansas woke up and really started kind of putting it to them. Um, But all right, I would say. Virginia Tech's definitely won. Uh, Purdue's been so wishy-washy this year. When they're on, they're really on. But Virginia Tech's playing really good basketball right now. Who's the point guard? Storm Murphy from Wofford. Yes, he's he's good. He's definitely um, helped get some uh, just slow that offense down. And and when shit get starts hitting the fan, he's somebody that you can go to to kind of get everybody where they need to be. Um, <clears throat> But, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's tough. UAB is going to be a popular pick. The Barstool guys are endorsing the fuck out of Jelly Walker. (laughs) So, a lot of people I think might get burned with that. I don't see them pulling off the upset because he's – I mean, he's damn good. Don't get me wrong. But defense travels. Defense is very important in the tournament. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll give you
1: one. Okay. Vermont. See, this, I love Vermont. See, uh, uh, dude, I I have I'm not going to say I've watched a lot of their basketball this year. I've watched a handful of games, yeah. but the few games that I have watched, I love that team.
0: A lot of that's going to be another popular one too, and I don't really like Arkansas. So, uh you won't have to sway me very much to convince <laughs> yeah. me to take Vermont. Fuck you, Josh. I'm taking Vermont. <laughs> yeah. upset in Arkansas. Josh is a big time Arkansas fan. He's been on the podcast a few times. Um he was gloating about beating LSU oh beating LSU yeah. three times All right, yeah'd it be a shame if y'all are a first weekend exit in the <laughs> tournament um so yeah no I I I agree with you I I personally haven't seen them very much uh but I know
1: I think they're riding like a 23 24 game win streak right now yeah I, they do play in a smaller arena uh which does cause some problems for most teams yep. normally yeah. but I, I just think they're one of those teams that can get hot at the right time. Well, they I mean, or sma- continue or continue hot? I mean they're yeah, they smash the
2: shit out of the golden retrievers.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Let's see. Um all right. Give me and we're gonna we're gonna go down through every game. Um twelve over a five, I have one that no, I'm sorry, thirteen over a four. I have one that I really um I really like. And it's it's a popular one. I I like South Dakota State over Providence. One hundred percent, big time. Um, Like you said, that if it's not if it's not Colgate, then it's South Dakota State, best shooting team in the in the uh, in the field.
1: I know South Dakota State shooting at a forty five percent clip from the three point line. That's just it's insane. That's hard to beat.
0: That is insane. So I don't know what interior presence they have. Obviously, Providence has Watson, Um, Mm -hmm.
1: but Providence is not playing that well right now either.
0: No, they're not. So they've been—they got embarrassed in the Big East tournament.
1: Them so, and Auburn—I've been saying it for a couple months now. Frauds.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I yeah. I've been I've been huge on the Auburns a fraud bandwagon. They can only play at home. If they play on the road. They're they're terrible. Yeah.
3: So um, what's province's um uh, the little light skin point guard like? Buying them? Yeah, Andrew Bynum. Yeah, he does some dumb shit. He, no, yeah. He frustrates me. Yeah. Then they've got
0: um Al Durham they've got they've got some guys over there that can contribute but they just yeah, I don't know. I think they peaked at the wrong time and they uh I don't know, dude. They they played so many close games and overtime games that were going their way that I felt like it wasn't sustainable and going down the stretch it's like we're starting to see them hit the wrong stride at the wrong time. So that's going to be a very popular pick. I'm going to take it. A good a good um way to judge your upset picks is to look at the betting spreads. So if you, if you look at, if you look at the spread for Providence and um, South Dakota state, Providence is a two point favorite. This is a 13 over four makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, on paper, they're not in the same league. It, you would think, okay, there's no way it should be like, let's put it this way. Tennessee over Longwood is a 14 and a three Tennessee, 17 point favorites um the other 13 over four vermont and arkansas five point favorites arkansas is so that line's come down a decent little bit so vegas knows what they're doing they think these games are going to be close so if you're considering these as your upset picks these might be the teams to go with so and that's what it sounds like what we're leaning towards here with um with like i said with vermont and then south dakota state so i feel yeah, like- I like chattanooga yeah, I know. Well, yeah, they got the matchup, but
2: it's a tough matchup for them because uh, Cockburn's pretty damn big, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, I could definitely see this game like being a total blowout, but um, I don't know. Chattanooga's got guys that can score. They got two really good guards that can create on their own. Um, and then what's the guy? The the he's not really big, but he's a forward. De Sousa. De
0: silvio DeSouza, de souza yeah de souza he's the kansas he's pretty transfer.
2: good player he can defend that's the biggest thing about chattanooga is overall defensively they're pretty good um i watched them in the in the final the game they needed to win to um make the tournament and then they hit the crazy buzzer beater to to push. win by one yep but um no overall they played really good defensively in that game i think they struggled to score a little bit and that's why i was a little bit closer but I don't know if their scoring's on point. I think that they might have a chance to upset Illinois.
0: Yeah, Illinois is a team that fucking sleepwalks in, into the tournament for some reason. It, I feel like they've done that in years past. Iyo Dasumu, they had Kofi, they had Kofi Coburn again, and they didn't, they didn't do anything like I thought they were going to.
1: Oh, I definitely had Illinois to win my bracket last year. Yeah, yeah. that was one of mine. Gotta so do, I, I, I had. had, I
0: love Dasumu, dude. Like he's, uh, it, they, they did not show up at all. Um, all right, so. Let's see. So, okay, we're gonna break down game by game. We'll start in the West, um, and then we'll go just across. We'll go across the whole board. All right. So, starting in the West, we have obviously Gonzaga is the one seed, um, and then two seed being Duke. So, okay, I, that's another question I want to ask. Then, of the one and two seeds, who's the most fraudulent? Um. Mine's easy. Uh, Auburn. Auburn. I keep forgetting Auburn's a fucking 2C because they weren't going to be my answer, but uh, that's
1: my answer, too. I agree. (laughs) uh, You said it earlier. They cannot shoot the ball if they're not in their own gym.
0: And I've been saying, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I think the tournament, it's not that the bigs don't matter because they very much do, but I feel like you have to have a good backcourt to win. We saw it last year. They had the best backcourt with Baylor, with Jared Butler and Davion uh, Mitchell. You have to have a good backcourt. Auburn does not, dude. They were like a combined like 7 of 34. Their 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 best three guards were 7 of 34 from the field. Jesus. That's Christ. fucking terrible. So, and then you got Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith's kind of a moron. He has to talk shit to everybody, dude. Like I don't get it. Like he'll do a a good play. He's a fucking great player. But then he's got to like just like go out of his way to he he gets teed up all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. I think Auburn – i I'm in agreement. Auburn's the most fraudulent of any one and two seed. If I had to pick another one, dude, Duke is the most – Really?
2: Yeah, I there are go, go, a lot go of question marks going there I, to this.
0: I can't – I Duke has everything you need. I was going to make a Duke bracket. I really don't think I am now. Duke has everything you need to win. They have Mark Williams down low, rim protector – and is also going to probably give you 10 and 10. Um, then they've got Bancaro, who's going to be a lottery pick, probably top three. Yeah, You've got Trevor Keels, who it's like when he's playing well, is really good, but then he goes on these stretches where it's like, what is he doing? But then the X factor is fucking Griffin. Oh, that yeah. dude, weirdest looking shot, but an absolute flamethrower. Um,
1: That's the thing. If he gets hot, yes. he's going to be hot. But if he's cold, he's cold.
0: I Banchero, dude. I don't understand. He needs to like assert himself and say, "I'm going to get mine," and then everybody else needs to play off of me. He's very passive when until it like gets late in the game, and then he starts trying to take over. But it's like you need to go get yours and let you're going to drive, and then you can kick to Griffin, and and find the open shooters. I don't. And just for anybody at home listening, Justin's drinking a a Bloody Mary right now. It's seven. Seven o'clock on a Monday. Justin walked in. I was I was we were just adjusting something and uh with the microphone. I look into his Tumblr. He's got Bloody Mary. What do you have to say about that?
3: I like Bloody Marys a lot.
0: I would hope so. You're drinking them yeah. on a Monday early afternoon. Um but yeah, segue there. I thought that was that needed to be that needed to be said. Um all right, Nick, who would you say is the most fraudulent out of any one and two?
2: Um out of the ones, Baylor. Out of the twos, Duke.
0: Okay. Justin?
2: Yeah, Baylor or, or Auburn.
0: Baylor or Auburn? I what like
2: Baylor out? a lot. I just think that when they lost to Thahachua, they uh jumped <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When they lost him, dude, I don't know. Well, they also lost is, – is Cryer not back?
0: Do you know?
1: Uh, unsure yet. But it's – from what I saw, it's looking like he's going to play – Really? For sure the second game, maybe not the first game, but for sure the second game.
0: Interesting. That will be interesting. Because they've been it. without LJ Cryer all year, and then obviously they lost Jonathan Chamwuchachua to an ACL tear. You like that? That was that was Th- perfect Th-
2: pronunciation. Chamwuchachua.
0: Jonathan Chamwuchachua.
2: Chamwuchachua. I got
0: it. There you go. Um yeah he's he towards ACL no way he's coming back if LJ Crier comes back then they're going to have a pretty decent backcourt with Flagler and Crier um but you just I just don't feel like you can rely on Mayer as your main scoring option I know they have Flo Thamba down low but even I just I don't feel like
2: he's a good player but the Tham Thatchua was the uh, just call him Jonathan? He was the guy, <laughs> like dude. He had a lot of hustle.
0: No, him. yeah, he's a stud. He he, yeah, he played very well for the national he's championship. He Played TBI. really hard. Um, yeah i I feel like you could have made an argument that Baylor shouldn't have been a one seed. If Duke would have handled their business in the ACC tournament, they would probably have that one. Baylor would be sitting at a two. Uh How Tennessee sitting at three? I don't know. I think Tennessee did more than enough to get a two seed. Uh, there were some people out there even trying to make an argument that Tennessee should get a one seed. I think it was Seth Davis. He doesn't know shit. But um, I mean,
2: they beat Arizona. They beat yeah. – No, yeah. They did well in the SEC. It's like
0: – I've been low on Tennessee all year until recently. It, but even fucking the other day, I take yeah.
2: A&M, dude. God damn it. I was surprised you took
0: them. I took the under, though. Justin's betting overs in the conference championship games. Under. Oh, yeah, that was a big mistake. But, I mean, shit, Tennessee – had 14 points in like 30 seconds and A&M just yeah. couldn't hit a shot though. Um,
1: well, that's the, that's the four games in four days for you. right? There.
0: Yep. And who is, um? they had the one dude, I uh, can't remember his name. Number 30. He, he was like seven or like eight of 11 from the three point line in the SEC tournament for Tennessee.
2: Number um, 30? A
0: wing. Yeah. Uh,
2: I forget his name. I know you were talking about that. He
0: was like, willing them when their offense would go Le- is cold he lefty huh like yeah yes. every time A&M yeah.
2: was about to is it Jordan wrong? James
0: yeah Josiah Jordan James yeah he he's only shooting 32 percent from three-point line but I'm telling you yeah he was he was going off for them in the SEC tournament and was would hit timely shots over and over again so if he can carry that over into the tournament Tennessee's got a good backcourt and they've got bigs um And then Justin's favorite player, Vescovi. So um, uh, that's a team to look out for. But all right, I keep saying we're going to do the West. We'll start with the West. So obviously we're all in agreement. Go ahead and just mark your one seeds into the next round. There's no – I will say I like Wright State and Bryant. as The 16-seed play-in. Peter Kiss. Peter Kiss leading the nation in scoring. But Wright State, dude, I, I don't know if you remember, I bet Wright State a lot last year. I do. And so it carried over into this year. Uh, they win their conference tournament, which I was all over them the last, the semifinals and the finals. I feel like if they were playing somebody, if they maybe if they were playing Baylor, without Crier, we could they give them a game and then still lose by like twelve. But Arizona's gonna run them out of the building. So there's no 16 seed that's gonna win. It's only happened one time ever with UNBC. Um, so Mark Gonzaga over. So all right, this is a tough one. The eight and nines all across the board are extremely tough. Boise and Memphis. We're gonna go betting spreads as well. Not not only just to advance. Memphis is two and a half point favorites. That's why I was texting Nick because Nick asked me. he Said, "How many games are you betting?" Um, My heart says to bet every single one.
2: I like. So are we declaring (laughs) if we're betting this game Um, right now, or are we gonna? You shouldn't.
0: You shouldn't because this is a fucking toss up game. I think I don't have a lean.
2: I know, but like I mean, when we go through these games right now, are are we? Making that de- declaration now? or Are we going to do it? Let's just pick. Let's just
0: pick to advance. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Let's just pick to advance, and then we'll go back and you, we'll give everybody who we like to actually take betting spread wise. So, okay. all right, who do you have advancing? Memphis and Boise. Um,
2: this is the toughest one out of all the eight and nines to me, uh, I, but I'm going to go with Memphis here.
0: Okay, I'm leaning Boise. I, I know. I I'll a, probably
2: do. Two Memphis, one Boise um, in the three brackets that I make.
0: Yeah. Um, I would I would lean Boise, but, again, it's a toss-up. I think Memphis, they just struggled. They go on these scoring droughts. I know they, that Duran can – it's going to get his. Um, but outside of him, it's like – I know the guy – what's his name? Quinones. He, like, melts away. He fades away. And that's another weird storyline. What happened with Imani Bates?
1: I forgot about him, honestly.
0: They they benched him. Like, they yeah. said he's done. They oh, said they yeah. shut him down. He was the number one high school player coming yeah, out. I remember that. Um, and it was such a big deal when Penny Hardaway got him. And he – there was – dude, there was a couple games where it's like he was lighting it up. Yeah. But then it, it must be, like, off-the-court problems. And then as well as he was a liability on defense. Um But I think also, too, the offense would get so stagnant with him out there because it was just kind of they would give him the ball and let him go, and the offense wasn't being run. It wasn't a good team. Once they sat him down, they went on a good-ass stretch. They beat Houston twice, um, and obviously they made their conference tournament. But that's like one of the big enigmas of the year because he was looked at as a lottery pick, and now it's like he's not going to get drafted this year, I don't think. So I don't know. But all right, Justin, which side are you leaning, Memphis or Boise? I'm on Memphis. Okay. Andrew, what side are you leaning? Boise. Okay.
2: Yeah, this is one that I should, uh, I might go back to Boise here. Because Justin took Memphis. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> fucked up. <laughs> well, this guy showed up to the podcast drinking a Bloody Mary, so.
0: Oh, shit. All right, Justin, no. do, you, do you have a
2: reason why you like Memphis? No. Okay, good. All right, just take whatever. No,
3: I've. I do like Memphis.
2: Though. I, like I like Boise. I don't, maybe I'm not giving the Mountain West enough credit when I first initially thought about it, but like after I just started like going through all the teams over there, I'm like, well, Boise's pretty damn good. The Mountain West is the Mountain West. Underrated is, oh, yeah, yeah, it's sure. underrated. Yeah. Um, Most people
0: don't watch the Mountain West because you got to work for those games. You have yeah, to stay up late, right. so you'll be at one o'clock and the game's ending. You're coming down to a buzzer beater.
2: So I don't know. This is one like I filled out this bracket uh, before we got in here, and like I put in Boise, then I scratched them out and put Memphis. Um yeah, this is one I'm torn about, but I might go back to Boise on this one. But I'm this isn't one that I'm gonna bet, I don't think.
0: I mean, betting wise you're getting two and a half with Boise. So if this is one you're considering betting, this is a toss up game on who you think is gonna go to the next round. So it might be worth taking the team with the points if you wanna be a degenerate and bet every single game. Uh but yeah, I, I wouldn't I don't know that I would recommend it. But if if anybody at this table says that we should bet every single game, I'll probably do it. So
2: yeah, I might I might bet this one now. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right, uh another one that people are looking at as a potential upset pick, Yukon and New Mexico State. This is a 12 over a 5. So that's one thing. That's what we're talking about. There's always going to there's always seems to be a 12 over a 5 upset and then lately the 13 over the 4 seems to be the new uh popular upset. So that seems to happen more frequently. So does anybody have New Mexico State upsetting Yukon?
2: Um, no. No. I don't. I don't. And the don't only either. reason is is because New Mexico State football team. Oh yeah, <laughs> way too bad for their basketball team to beat UConn. Yeah, no, I I like
0: UConn. If UConn had, I mean, dude, if you remember last year, I loved UConn. Yeah, I did. Because they have the same team except last year they had James Booknight, mm-hmm. but he was coming yeah. off that injury, and it, it just he didn't get it going in the tournament. Uh, I don't think he had enough time to really like get back into a rhythm. But
1: was RJ Cole on that team? Yeah. Okay, he was. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. They yeah, basically back backup. Yeah. Well that's right.
1: uh, he might have I think No, I think
0: they played they they were both in the same backcourt. RJ Cole yeah. was I think the point guard and then uh yeah. but Book
2: Knight took it up a lot. So yeah. I don't know. I remember when um Book Knight got hurt. It was the first game he got hurt and RJ Cole went off. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, but I think RJ Cole's been there for quite a while. Yeah. Um but they have basically the same team. They've got Whaley. They've got, um, what's his name, Isaiah Jackson. Sonogo. Sun- yeah, Adama Sonogo down low. Like, it, it, And so that's where it worries me a little bit, though, because like I said, basically the same team, except last year they had uh, one of the best scores in the country. I mean, dude, book Booknight, when he was healthy, nobody could guard that dude. So it, this is a popular upset pick. Betting wise, the spread currently sits at UConn minus seven. Um, but for your bracket, I nobody at the table has UConn getting upset, so go ahead and move them across. All right, uh, cover your ears, Josh. Vermont and Arkansas thirteen over a four. Is anybody not taking Vermont? We all going with the catamounts. Um, yeah. Are you are as well? Well, then all right, we got. And you you you're big on them as well. Um,
1: I'm. Heavy on Vermont. All
0: right, so we have a consensus 13-over-4. Vermont Catamounts to upset the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, Remember, Josh, I told you. I I saw it in the future. Uh, I saw first-round exit coming in your future. So, really, I said first weekend, but we'll take first round. Vermont to move to uh, the round of 32. So, then, okay, so this next one is tough. So, Bama against either Rutgers or Notre Dame.
3: This is a tough one.
0: I think Rutgers beats Notre Dame. I agree with that. And then I like Rutgers to beat Alabama. Same. I like Rutgers a lot. Um,
2: yeah, That's why I have it written down right now. But
0: Obviously, we got to see what happens with the play-in. Um, I'm not big on Notre Dame. I know they're a good team. I've seen them a few times. Um, they're well-coached. So, who So is it, Mike Bray? He's still the coach. Yep. So, yeah, they've got good coaching. Uh, but I like Rutgers a lot. Rutgers is like one of those teams that can get in there and, and fuck some shit up for some – I think it was last year. Same thing.
1: Yeah, they I, beat they beat Clemson round one. That was a ten seven upset. Yeah,
0: I had I was big on Rutgers last year, and and it came down to it. I think it was like final possession, if I remember correctly. See,
1: I was big on Clemson. Really? I see. Uh, one of my my point guard at Fordham transferred to Clemson. He's still okay. there now. Nick Nick Honor. Uh, that might have been a little bit of a homer pick. Yeah. But, uh,
0: no, like I said, it came down to it, though. It was close. It? Yeah. It was close. I like Ron Harper Jr. a lot. Um, they've got, what's his name? Geo Baker. It, yes. He, he's like the best defender in college basketball. Am I, or am I thinking of somebody else? One, no,
1: he's one of them for sure. He, uh, yeah. He, he, but he can also light it up on the yeah. offensive end for sure.
0: Yeah. I think that's who they were talking about was, um, where is it? Oh, because they're on the play in That's why. Um, yeah, he's looked at as like, like he's going to be able to play on the next level because of his length and his ability to guard multiple positions. But he's also going to be able to get his as well offensively. So, let's see.
1: If if they beat that or if they beat Notre Dame,
0: yeah, it's definitely it, Baker who I'm thinking of.
1: It's coming down, in my opinion, in this game. It's coming down to that Javon Quinterly, Geo Baker matchup, and I think Geo Baker's just. A yeah. better player, in yeah. my opinion.
0: No, I agree. They've got three guys giving you double digits and basically four. Paul McKay, who I don't love, um, he's giving you nine. So you can basically call that double digits. Um, he's a good player. He just does some shit every now and then. That just kind of throws me for a loop. But Ron Harper Jr. shooting nearly 40% from deep, 39%. Uh, and like Andrew they was saying, Geo Baker. They've got another shooter too. Yeah, they've got. Um, I
1: don't know why I can't remember his name right now. Uh, He's a white dude. Well, McHaehe is
0: oh, yeah. a, shooting thirty five percent. So, but they're just they're scrappy. They play good defense. They're gonna they're gonna cause some problems. I think they beat. Let's see what the spread is. They don't have a spread currently. I don't know why. Um. Oh no, they do. Notre Dame's favored by one. So, uh, take Rutgers, and then if they do win that one, then go ahead and take Rutgers to advance against Alabama. I don't like Bama. I feel like. Who did I? I did it with somebody earlier. Where I was like, I've been low on that team all year. I can't like go. I can't change my opinion on them now. And Bama's burned us multiple times this year. So are you thinking? Are you? Do you have Bama advancing?
2: No, I have Rutgers right now, but it, okay. it may be one that I flip flop. Either way, like,
0: yeah, I don't love Notre Dame. I
2: feel really, I feel strong about Texas Tech in the next matchup. So it's like, yeah. not one I'm gonna trip about too much. About yeah, that,
0: and that's another thing to look at too. So. If you don't have the team, like, if you have them losing the next round, it could be worth taking a shot on an upset pick, too. Right, yeah. So, whereas, because that, from the standpoint of winning your bracket challenge, like, I was looking at, yeah, dude, fucking Delaware. I love Delaware, and I, I hate know. their matchup, dude.
2: Oh, I know. I was going to text you about that.
0: Oh, I was, I'm so disappointed in that, Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. So, okay, Justin, do you have, um, who do you have? Bama, Rutgers, Notre Dame.
3: The, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, I have Bama down, but I mean, I I agree with what Nick said. Like, I just have Texas Tech. Like I wrote, Texas Tech advancing the following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Um. All right. So obviously, I don't think anybody has Montana State. Obviously, y'all don't. I don't think he or I either have uh, Montana State upset in Texas Tech, uh, Michigan State, and Davidson. This is gonna be a tough one. Is Owen March versus a hot Davidson team that did just lose in their conference championship though? Uh, Davidson has a Michigan State transfer who is, like, their leading scorer now. Foster so, Lawyer. Yes. So that's something to consider, um, or at least that's noteworthy. Who who do you have advancing, Nick?
2: Michigan State.
0: Okay. Andrew, who do you have?
1: I got Davidson.
0: Okay. Justin?
3: I have Davidson.
0: <sighs> so ESPN is going to fucking pray that Michigan State wins and you can get the Tom Izzo-Coach K matchup in the second round. Um, oh yeah, but Davidson's good, dude. Davidson's really good. Michigan State's another team that I can't get on the right side of. Um,
1: Look, ESPN is going to eat up that Bob McKillop and Coach K matchup too.
0: Yeah, no, that is true. Oh man, I'm going to go State. I'm going to go Michigan State and just kind of, kind of fall into that Tom Izzo in March. Uh, this they is, got
2: the players too, man. It's like.
0: No, and they do have talent. Bingham's one of the dudes that, like, I can't. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, he'll go out and just start raining threes. and Or not Bingham, um, Brown. Gabe Brown. Gabe yeah. Brown.
2: Bingham, though, is a key for him not to get into foul trouble yeah. because when they do, it's like their size disappears, you know.
0: Yeah, Michigan State's favored by one in that matchup. So, okay, and then nobody has Duke losing. Uh, You can go ahead and pencil them across. All right, going to the East, Baylor. Nobody's going to have them losing. Go ahead, put Baylor across. North Carolina-Marquette. This is a tough matchup, um, but I love North Carolina. I think North Carolina is primed to even give Baylor some trouble in the next round. Um, They've got shooters, solid guard play. They've got a big down low in Armando Baycott. Nick was talking about it earlier before we started recording. Brady Manick is a big that who – he struggled at Oklahoma, dude. He could not find his shot at Oklahoma, and he is lighting it up for North Carolina. So – He must have needed to change the scenery. If he can hit from deep, he's really going to space the floor. Marquette, Marquette's – they're not bad, but, dude, they just – they go on these scoring droughts too where it's like I don't think that they're going to have anybody down low for Baycott. So control the boards. That's a key to winning in March. They're going to get multiple opportunities, North Carolina is. I think that will be the difference in this one. I'm taking North Carolina
2: to advance. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking North Carolina. Even though – this is the second toughest eight nine matchup. Yeah, I mean all the
0: eight eight nines are all going to be tough. Um, but yeah, Andrew, who are you? Which side are you leaning?
1: I am leaning uh, North Carolina. Uh, kind of like what you just said. I yeah. think Baycott is too, uh, too big of a difference. Yeah,
0: I think yeah he's going to be he's going to be the deciding factor in this one. So I'm,
1: and Marquette played spoiler all year, mm-hmm. and they've honestly lost me a lot of money. <laughs> but. Uh, I, just, I gotta go with North Carolina here.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um next matchup, you got St. Mary's and then another playing game, Wyoming and Indiana. So this is another tough one. I like Wyoming and Indiana. I well, well, let me let me rephrase that. I fucking hate Indiana more than any other team in the country. I was big on Indiana in the beginning. I saw what they could have been. Trace Jackson Davis is a stud, an absolute stud. <laughs> Xavier Johnson is not. He's just a, a turnover machine. Um but they're like playing lights fucking out right now. In comparison, Xavier Johnson, dude, I think I bet the under and he was like he was like 4 for 6 from the three point line. Uh, I was like <laughs> what is going on? Uh and then Wyoming with Maldonado, they've got guys over there too. Um that's going to be a very intriguing play-in game. Ah, uh, does anybody see St. Mary's losing?
2: Uh I, I can see it happening. I
0: could see Indiana if they can win the playing game. Well, I
2: like Wyoming or like it's one of the no games. Wyoming's underrated. Wyoming's a I good have team. Circles is a game that I'm thinking about betting. I don't know what the point spread's going to be because I don't know who's playing in yeah. it yet. But um, it's definitely a game that I would think consider taking if, uh, either one of those teams if they were underdogs.
0: Yeah, I've been on Wyoming uh, quite a few times this year. Um, like I said, Maldonado's good they they're an underrated team. They are really not getting the credit that they deserve this year. They've been very undervalued by Vegas. Um and then Indiana fucking hate them, but it's like I don't know. So you you're, you're kind of big on St. Mary's, right? Big time. Okay. Uh, so tell me why St. Mary's is going to beat either one of those teams.
1: I think it honestly just comes down to the fact that Wyoming and and, and Indiana, you know, they got to play a, they got to play a full game yep. a day, day two days before. Um, that is a good point. I think if the bracket is just set in stone and it is St. Mary's Indiana or St. Mary's Wyoming mm-hmm. i think it's a totally different dynamic dynamic um, but it's it's got to be tough to you know go into a tournament game of a, a do or die situation give everything you got for that those 40 minutes and then have to turn around and get ready to play while St. Mary's has been sitting at home for the last what was it probably 2 weeks to say
2: yeah that? yep yeah, they had a St. long Mary's break.
1: St. Mary's is going to have some fresh legs, and yeah, no, that's that a very,
0: a that's point. a very good point. That is mm-hmm. because Wyoming's a good team too, so you're going to be in a battle. This is not going to be exactly. This is not going to be a cakewalk. But Indiana's favored by four, but that, that's going to come down to the final possession. If you I remember
2: feel. last year, this 12 seed game was between Michigan State and UCLA. Oh yeah, and it was a close game. 11 seed. Okay, maybe they were an 11 seed. Playing, but yeah, anyway, they
0: were. It was like because it was the Rutgers Notre Dame. Like they were the 11s. Yeah, it was. But yeah, what you're saying, I get what you're saying. But yeah, yeah,
2: I'm pretty. I thought UCLA was a 12 seed.
0: Promise you.
1: No, yeah, they they were in that 11. They were in that first matchup.
2: Okay,
0: I'll confirm it just
2: to be sure. But um,
1: ended up making a run to the final four. But neither of these teams are the caliber that UCLA had last
2: year, and basically
1: transferred. No, them I, I don't think so year. either.
2: And I think Michigan State. Yeah, I UCLA was, actually, was an 11. I was on Michigan State for that game. Yeah, they beat BYU.
0: And then they got a cakewalk with Abilene Christian because they upset Texas. And then they beat Alabama in overtime, but really opened it up on them in OT, beat them by 10, uh, beat Michigan by two, and then obviously fell to Gonzaga. And that would have won me the bracket challenge right then. It wouldn't even have mattered if Baylor won. But Jalen Suggs fucking banks it in with no fans. Um, All right. Let's see. So St. Mary's is good. Don't get me wrong. They they're always good. They're always solid. They upset Gonzaga this year already. Um, what was the final score in the WCC championship?
1: Oh, that that was like a thirteen point
2: 13. win. Gonzaga yeah. turned it on at the end. It right? was a push. Spread,
1: spread, no, I, I had it at twelve and a half. Yeah, I, actually, I well,
2: I bet it at twelve and a half too. But when I gave it out to everybody, it was thirteen. So
0: that's the uh, that's the negative. That's
2: because I had three pushes in conference championship weekend.
0: Yep. Okay. Um. That one I'm gonna I'm gonna put a star by um, if it's Indiana. So let me ask you this: I took Indiana because I feel like I got, they owe me. I took Indiana three hundred to one to win the national championship. So should I just bet like five hundred dollars on St. Mary's, and then if Indiana does win, just bet five hundred dollars the next round, or bet a thousand dollars the next round, and just keep trying to. Basically hedge, and if Indiana just goes on this miracle run, then I have this this ticket. Which, like, if they win, I'll win like I win a lot. I don't remember the exact figure, but it'll I'll win a lot. Indiana owes me, so
2: yeah. I mean, because if they do win, um, I don't know. That's a they would one. run into
0: UCLA and lose, and I just bet my life savings on UCLA.
2: Yeah,
0: and then when Indiana wins then it's like I'm upside down on that ticket and then I'm praying for them to win just so I can cover some of my losses and then they'll burn me again. So it's a lose-lose situation. Um, all right, UCLA-Akron. Is anybody of Akron upsetting UCLA? Okay, I didn't think so. Justin? No. Okay, I was going to say you throw out some wild ones every now and then. Uh, Texas-Virginia Tech. This is going to be an interesting game. Like I said, Virginia Tech is playing uh, the best basketball of just about anybody in the country right now, they beat Duke in the ACC championship. Um, let's see, spread. This is eleven and six. Texas is favored by one. I'm taking Virginia Tech. I don't believe in Texas. Haven't liked them all year. So,
2: yeah, I feel like a lot of people are going to be on Virginia Virginia Tech here.
0: I mean, it's going to be a scrappy game no matter what. Chris Beard and the defense is going to they're going to muddy the waters a little bit. But yeah, I this will be a popular one. And Vegas is telling you that this is going to be a close game.
2: So, Yeah, that's what a lot of people are thinking now. Which Like, side, a lot Virginia. of people were arguing that uh, maybe Virginia Tech should be a 6th seed and Texas should be an 11th seed, and they'd yeah. be playing in the same game. But um, Yeah, I mean, Texas didn't show up in the conference tournament.
0: No, uh, Virginia Tech won it. They right, have very yeah. similar records. I, I don't know about strength of schedule. I haven't looked that deep into it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, similar, I, I guess, resumes um, in terms of record. I don't know, top 25 wins. Um, this is
2: a – Tough one for me. I feel like this is one of the, like, um, popular ones that might not come to fruition, maybe. Like, a surprise. Texas, could. yeah, yeah. Like, s- Texas wins, um... Yeah, but I mean, right now I do have Virginia Tech advancing, but it might be one that like I create a deviation for like some of my brackets. No, yeah, definitely. If you're doing multiple, yeah,
0: the, these are probably the games that you can. It's okay if you if you feel good about Virginia Tech and you're doing three brackets, do two Virginia Tech and then do one Texas in your third. So try to try to hedge your losses just in case. Justin, who do you have advancing? I have Virginia Tech. Okay, Andrew, who do you have advancing?
1: Uh, also have Virginia
0: Tech. Okay, so like I said, it's going to be very popular. It's probably going to be a very public pick as well. Um. How public though? I don't know. We will, that remains to be seen. Um, Purdue and Yale. Anybody have Yale advancing?
1: I think that's no. a close game, though. Do you? I think it's a close game.
0: Okay, so Purdue was the first. I placed a futures bet on Purdue back in November, just like I did with Baylor last year. Not the same feeling. So don't, don't don't. It's not. We're not. Uh, lightning ain't gonna strike twice like it did last year. Um, Purdue has been so up and down if they're on they can beat anybody but then they just they're so bad defensively that is the biggest problem Edie is a liability when it comes down the stretch they take him out they take him out for extended periods of time he can protect the rim but it's like if you have somebody that can space the floor then he is a huge liability he's a his lack of mobility travion williams sometimes gets carried away with the the flashy passes he does some stuff that'll make you that'll make you be impressed, um, but then he does some boneheaded shit. Aaron Thompson at point guard, bro, I, it drives me nuts. I know this team, front and back. Um, I don't think that in in the Ivy League, I don't think they've seen anybody like Zach Eady. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I could see this one probably being close as well.
2: Yeah, fifteen and a half point spread. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, spread wise. But then it also it's like. I could see Jaden Ivey fucking going off and taking the tournament over. So this, that's why this one's tough. And it's like, I went with my gut last year and it paid off. Whereas this year it's like, it's like if I go with my gut, I'm taking Purdue, but it's like, I don't, I don't think I can, I don't think I can do it. So, um, all right. So we're all on Purdue, but yeah, so if you think it's going to be close, then that sounds like that 15 and a half is enticing. Then I really like that 15 and a half. Okay. Um, this is going to be a good game as well. Murray State San Francisco. Um I like Murray State a lot. They've got a, multiple guys that can get you double digits. Uh I don't th- I think they ran the table in conference play. Um And then San Francisco, it's like does San Francisco really deserve to be in the tournament? I, am I not giving them enough credit?
1: Uh Yes and no. Like be- the,
0: the 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 W um the WCC has 3 representatives.
1: In my opinion, I, I mean, San Francisco is a tournament team. I haven't watched a lot of their games this year, but I think there were some teams that deserve to be in over them.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, does anybody have San Francisco advancing?
2: Um, I don't see. I wrote them down, but
0: Murray State's thirty and two. They have three different guys giving you double digits. Um, One of them is K.J. Williams giving you 18 points a game. Tevin Brown's giving you basically 17 points a game. Um, Tevin Brown shoots nearly 40% from the three-point line. They shoot 35% as a team. Um, But they've got got multiple guys that you have to account for. And so I feel like when you look at the statistics of San Francisco, so they're also 35% from the three-point line and then under 70% from the free-throw line. But they've got three guys giving you double digits as well. But then you got to weigh in. Well, I guess now it doesn't really factor in here. I was going to say you got to weigh in strength of schedule and competition and who they're playing. Uh, there's really only two good teams in that conference, um, at least top teams. There's good teams in there. Don't, Pepper, yeah. Pepperdine's in there, aren't
1: they? Yeah, Pepperdine. BYU, Santa Clara, I think it was a semifinal team. Yeah. I think,
0: yeah, so, there's, so yeah, don't get me wrong. There's quality teams out there, but it's not like Power 5.
2: Talent. They have some impressive wins early in the year against. They beat Fresno State. They beat UAB. Mm-hmm. They beat um Davidson. Really? So mm-hmm. interesting. That's probably the part of the resume that got him in there. You know? yeah. Mer- you know,
1: go ahead. I'm I'm sitting here as you're you know talking about San Francisco. I'm looking at these Ken Palm rankings and their adjusted defensive and offensive ratings they're the 19th best defensive team in the country really and then also at the same time the 45th best offensive team
2: hmm
1: so that might be a game that i i, I flip
0: yeah i mean that's good to know definitely that's definitely something you should take into account um and it's like yeah you got to factor in who they're playing against but murray state's not playing the toughest competition either nope. so they're 30 and 2 16 and 12 against the spread but their last Five games were against Moorhead, Southeastern Missouri twice in a row, Belmont, and then uh, UTM, uh, which UT Martin. I don't even know who the hell that is. If I'm being completely honest, um, so yeah, they're not playing the toughest competition either. So, but yeah, that's that's a tough one. You can that's a toss up. The betting spread um, backs that up as well. So, all right, nobody's gonna have Kentucky going down. So you can you can go ahead and mark them over there as well. We'll go to the South Region. Go ahead and. Mark Arizona over Seton Hall, TCU, another eight, nine matchup. I'm taking Seton Hall. I think TCU is good on their home court. They're always good for at least one upset a year, but on a neutral site in the big dance, I don't think that they're going to have enough to overcome a a solid Seton Hall team that is battle tested from the big East conference. So who are you taking?
2: Um, right now I have TCU right there. Okay. But, um, I, Maybe I'm overlooking Seton Hall a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I, no. I remember TCU playing well. I saw him when they beat LSU. Uh, that's true. It, it wasn't was really. Was that on their home court? Or
0: yeah. was, was that on TCU's home court? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah.
2: So maybe that's something I need to look into more is like the way they perform home versus away because the game I did watch was at home. So Yeah. Um,
0: okay. I don't know. Justin, who do you have? Seton Hall, TCU? Seton Hall. Okay. Andrew, who do you have?
1: I have TCU right now, but as we're talking about this, I'm remembering that Mike Miles, TCU's best player, is working on a bum ankle. So that's a big difference. I might, yep. I might switch over to Seton Hall.
0: Okay. Um, dude, yeah, I like Roden. I like Roden a lot. Um, all right, so Houston UAB. Like I said, this is going to be a popular upset pick uh, thanks to the Barstool guys with Jelly Walker at UAB, averaging 20-plus a game, went off for 40 in the semifinals of their conference tournament in a triple overtime game where there was like over 200 points scored. Um, he's pretty much all they got. So I would tread lightly. He's not all they got, but they've got they've got other guys that are giving you double digits, but they run the offense predominantly through him for good reason. He's shooting 40% from the three-point line, 40% from the field, uh, 88% free-throw shooter. He is the prototypical guy that can take over the tournament. So I feel like they got a bad draw with Houston, though. Yeah. Houston is – what what wins you in March? Defense, rebounding. They do that better than just about anybody else. They've got guys – and honestly, Houston is – without their two leading scorers at the time, and Marcus Sasser and then I think it was Tremont Mark – Um Marcus Sasser is an absolute stud. The fact that they lost him is huge. Uh, It's literally, they lost their best player. So, um, Houston's also 22 and 12 against the spread betting. That's why I fucking, that's why I fell in love with Houston like five years ago when we first really got into sports betting because it was like this team was just covering left and right.
2: Well, I wasn't expecting them to be as good as they are this year. When they
0: lost the play? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, no, they lost, they lost Quentin Grimes. They lost, um, Uh, Giroux. Yeah. They lost, um, Somebody else too. I can't remember, but um, what's his name? The big dude, Fabian White.
1: No, oh, he's still there.
0: Yeah, no, he. Oh, yeah. Bro, he's shooting forty percent from the three point line.
2: Yeah, a lot of their guys and that like shoots them all the time. Players last year, they were good players, but they really stepped up. Like the yeah. coaching over there is.
1: Yeah. yeah, Kelvin Sampson does a really good job
2: over that there. That needs a. Not going to notice. So, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I put that on Twitter. I said, Calvin Sampson
0: doesn't get enough credit. Right. And then, like, a bunch of Houston accounts followed us. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they ride for their guy. Uh, Marcus Sasser played in 12 games this year. He was averaging 18 points a game, shooting 43% from the three-point line. And then Tremont Mark uh, only played in seven. He was giving you double digits. Uh, but even with the absence of them, you've still got Kyler Edwards giving you 13, nearly 14. Fabian White giving you 13. Josh Carlton giving you 12. Taz Moore giving you 10. And then um, Jamal Shedd's giving you basically 10 as well. So uh, Josh Carlton, 100% from the three-point line. So factor that in through your uh, analysis. I'm sure he's one for one. Um, but, yeah, Fabian White is a forward. He's like 6'10", and he's shooting 40% from the three-point line. He barely ever shot him last year. That's That was one of the main things I put on Twitter was, like, the growth that that dude's had at the three-point line from year to year is incredible. Like, he shoots them consistently. So, I don't know. I can't do it. I can't take Houston. I mean, I can't take UAB. I got to take Houston there. Um, I don't think that that's going to be the 12-5 upset, which, granted, last year – it's hard to it's hard to not fall in love with these upset picks. So, that's – I feel like – because that's what the tournament is about. There will be upsets. And then it, I feel like it's easy to – it's easy to fall in love with, like, oh, I can see they're going to get upset. They're going to get upset. It's like, no, last year there was one 12-5. There was two 13-4s. So – so you don't want to go too crazy. Granted, there was a 15 Um, I hope I see another one this year with the Blue Hens. But we'll get to that in a second. But does anybody have UAB going?
2: Um, Not me.
0: Okay. Either one of y'all? Nah. No. All right. So we all have Houston advancing. Illinois Chattanooga. This one's right up your alley. This is Honestly, this is the exact same spot that North Texas and Purdue were last year. So yeah. Call it fate. <laughs> you going with uh, Chattanooga? Yeah, I'm going to pick them
2: um... to – upset Illinois yeah
0: okay um Illinois is only seven and a half point favorites 13-4 so um Vegas is obviously expecting that to be relatively close uh they've got guys over there too they're a good team so and they hit the free throws late down the stretch
2: yeah that's the, the big thing the defense I think could cause problems here for Illinois but um Wolf we're gonna find out I think quickly you know if because Cockburn could just... I hate that you call him that. You
0: still have. It's been years. It's been years. <laughs>
1: biggest smile on his face when he says that. Yeah, okay. it's
0: been years.
2: Um, no, he, he he could just dunk it every time for the first ten possessions, I, for all I know. Yeah, know? no, he can take... I mean, he's a fucking
0: massive man. So if he wants to... Uh, it depends on, yeah, how, how much is his motor going early in the game. And um, Eric,
2: if they come crashing down Illinois... They got guys that can hit from outside. So I mean that's something.
0: Curbelo's a really good player. You kind of take the good and the bad. I don't feel as
2: good about Chattanooga as I did about North, North Texas. Texas. Okay.
0: Um yeah, I'm I got Illinois. I, I that's not they're not my upset. Chattanooga's not my upset pick. They're your team. Um I'm going to go Illinois to advance. Justin, which side are you leaning? Illinois. Okay. Andrew, what side are you leaning? Yeah,
1: I'm going to go Illinois as well. It's one of those games that you just I don't know anything about Chattanooga, so I'm just going gonna... <sighs> to
0: Nick loves them because it. it was like the greatest push of all time. But granted, we did watch them. We were at a uh, medieval Seafood watching them yeah. fucking hit free throw after free throw after free throw. And then I throw. almost
2: bet on them in the next game and they smashed. Yeah. They smashed. But they
0: hit that half court buzzer beater. It was the first buzzer beater of March to punch their ticket. They were down two, one by one, and then pushed uh, yeah. on the one point spread. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's Nick's big 13 over four upset. Next game. Dude, so the bracket that I had, um, uh, it pissed me off. So these say just Colorado, like it cut off the state. So uh-huh. I'm like, oh, the Buffaloes <laughs> got in. I was like, dude, I like Colorado a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm taking Colorado over Michigan. Well, then it's fucking Colorado State. I'm like, God damn it. So I think I'm, I'm going Michigan as an 11 over six. Um, Michigan is another team that I can't get on the right side of, but they've got a, a dominant big down low. Hunter Dickinson, feed him. I like Eli Brooks a lot. They have a lot of wings um, with decent length that play like shit, and then some days they play good, so I'm going to hope that this is one of those good days for him. Uh But, yeah, I'm going to take Michigan to advance. Andrew, which side are you leaning?
1: Michigan. Okay. I don't think there's anybody in the country that can guard Hunter Dickinson. Yeah,
0: he's another one where it's like
1: he's got He's got that hook shot. Yes. And it goes in, I'm going to, 95% of the time. Yes. No, yeah, he, he
0: – just play through him slow it down it I it, I don't know dude I they piss me off so bad Jawan Howard bugs me with some of the decisions he makes late game
2: yeah I thought they were getting better and then
0: and then they just hit a wall well then he also tried to like attack Greg guard so yeah and got suspended <laughs> Justin which side are you leaning I'm on Michigan as well okay um Nick are you taking Colorado State no, you, you know love I'm Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> you love Michigan.
2: I got Michigan. Nick randomly
0: took Michigan like four years ago, and that's when they went on their fucking <laughs> run. And then you took them again the next year. Did they got? Did they go on a run again? That was yeah, the Jordan Poole buzzer beater, buzzer beater over Houston. Beater, yeah, that fucking pissed me off bad because I told you I've been on Houston for years. Houston should have won that game, and they had a damn good team that year. Jordan Poole, that son of a bitch, hit, dude.
1: The, hit the shot against a uh, a guy from Lafayette actually, really, really? Corey Davis, yep. really. Used to used to have some battles against them, but yeah, I I remember watching that game. I was rooting for Corey the whole tournament, yeah. And no, that Jordan fucking, Poole ruined me. That fucking hurt.
0: Um, all right, Tennessee and Longwood. Anybody? Anybody going Longwood? Uh-uh. Um, I was gonna say, if you, nope. what do you mean? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and mark Tennessee over Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago. Um, Loyola Chicago is going to be a popular. 10 over 7. I wouldn't even classify it as an upset. It, it I mean, 8-9 and then 10-7, they're not upsets. So, I'm going to take Ohio State, though. Like I said, they are unbelievably, on, on an unbelievable down stretch right now. I think they've gotten, I mean, they were out of their conference tournament quick, so they've had enough time to reflect, rest up. They've got guys, EJ Liddell is damn good, one of the best players in the Big Ten. You've got um, Russell, the... UL Lafayette transfer or Louisiana tech transfer. No UL Lafayette. Okay. Um, yeah, the Lafayette transfer, you've got, um, Wheeler, the Penn state transfer. You've got Orns, who has like the yips, I guess, and can't hit a three anymore, but if he can get going, uh, Zed key down low Brunk has emerged as a quality backup to Zed key. And this is a team that got out early against Oral Roberts. First round 15 to two upset. I think Ohio State's gonna come to play. Loyola Chicago. Um Valentine, the head coach, he hadn't been here yet. I I think they're gonna be an early exit. So give me Ohio well, they're State. They're not
2: the same team that they, they've been. No, they don't have Crutwig. They don't have they're not as good defensively as they, they used to be. But uh I don't know. I guess they're I think the Missouri Valley just overall was a better conference this year though than it, it was in uh the previous years when they they were dominant over there. Yeah. So, like, Missouri State was a really good team. Drake was a really good team. Um, you know,
0: Drake had that run where, I, I mean, they were undefeated for a long-ass yeah. time. Um, and they were covering like crazy. So, they became very popular as well. But, all right. Um, and then. But yeah, I'm
2: on Ohio State. I just think that. O- okay, yeah. I there's a whole a uh, different uh, level here.
0: Um, and then. The one that's gonna to be tough for me, Villanova and Delaware, fifteen over a two. Delaware. So honestly, see Villanova. I feel like Gillespie's gonna be, Gillespie's gonna be fucking out for blood this year. Tearing his ACL or his MCL, whatever it was last year. Um, he willed them to the victory in the conference championship. Like, he hit those two huge threes down the stretch. Like, it was all him. That's why it was a close game, and then they stretched it out there at the end because he just took over. He is the X factor for Villanova. The thing about this matchup, though, like let's put it this way. I'm taking Delaware with the points. Yeah. 110% because Villanova doesn't really have a dominant big. Dixon has not asserted himself as somebody you really have to – he's not like – like, Providence has Watson. They're going to play through Watson. He's going to he's going to bang down low. Dixon's not there. Delaware has Painter, who is not like a Kofi Coburn style of big, but he's more of like a Drew Timmy. He's a quality big down low. The tournament is also, too, it's who can take over the tournament. Um, stories, big names. You've got Jameer Nelson Jr. Obviously, everyone should know who Jameer Nelson is. You've got the Providence transfer, uh, who I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he is automatic from mid range. So they have guys that can get you double digits. That can the the problem is turnovers. If Jameer Nelson Jr. can take care of the ball, they've got four guys in double figures, and they basically have six guys in double figures. So, um, if Jameer Nelson can take care of the ball, he averages two and a half turnovers a game. We need we need. Under, under. Um, but he's shooting forty-five percent from the field, thirty-seven percent from the three-point line. Painter shooting thirty-eight. Uh, Jair Davis is shooting. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Andrew Carr is shooting thirty-nine. Jair Davis, I think, is the Providence transfer. Yeah, he is a freshman. Um, he's giving you basically ten a game. They have multiple multiple guys who can score. They're long. They have they match up well with Villanova, I think. So. This is one that I'll take on the points. And on one of my brackets, I very well might have the Blue Hens moving on. This is the same Oral Roberts, Ohio State spot. Could be meant to be. But I, I take it none of y'all are taking Delaware. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a negative <laughs> Dude, day. Delaware, I'm telling y'all, are sleeping on the Blue Hens, dude. It's going to be a one-possession game. Big spread, though, huh? Like 23? No, 15, 15 and a half. 15, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. yeah, put some respect on them. Vegas is. I mean, kind of. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a tell you, it, put Nova. It's fucking. I, I want to take them so bad. I'm so disappointed that that was the draw that Delaware got. Um, move Kansas over, San Diego State and Creighton. This is you. You said the other one was the toughest. I think that this is the toughest one because it's like you don't know which team's going to show up. The under the total sits at what 120.
2: 120. Yeah.
0: So Nick, which side are you leaning?
2: San Diego State.
0: Going back to the well, huh? Yeah. All right. Um yeah, I'm gonna take San Diego State too. I don't like Creighton. I, I really don't. Yeah,
2: it's more so uh, San Diego State's good and uh they they're serious on defense, so uh they do struggle to score sometimes, but I think that the defense gets them through this one. Okay.
0: Justin, what about you? I'm on Creighton. Are you? Yep. Why is that? I don't like San Diego State. Okay. What do you not like about San Diego State? They're really boring. Um, I don't give a fuck about boring. Let's well, get that straight. i- I care about winning, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. They play extremely slow. Yeah, it's it's all um, what's his name? We just talked about him, Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, it's all him. But he's fucking dude. If he gets on, if he gets on, and then they're gonna play smothering defense. And I I like the teams that can turn defense and offense. Texas Tech mainly, they are gonna turn you over and get fast breaks. Uh, San Diego State can do that a little bit here. So, um. But, okay, uh, Andrew, what side are you leaning?
1: Uh, San Diego State, strictly for the fact that they've been in a lot of close games this year, and they've yeah, won the majority of them.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was watching one of the games. I don't think it was toward the end of the regular season against Boise State, and Boise State had control of it toward the end, and Bradley hits uh, a three. They they took,
1: I think it was Fresno State, went to double overtime. Bradley, yeah. I mean, Bradley went off in that game. Yeah,
0: and that's and see that's the thing. So Creighton, um, they have O'Connell, the Duke transfer, right? Mm-hmm. They've got um, who's Creighton's main guy, the big dude. Who's the big dude? I can tell you. Give me one second. Let's see. It's somebody that I don't like. I know that, and I don't know about y'all. I'm fucking burning up. I just had Lindsey put the air on. Um, Hawkins. Hawkins. He's them in
1: points and rebounds.
0: Yeah. But then, let's see. Who else? So, yeah, they had – um oh, yeah, they got Kalkbrenner. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Um, But, obviously, yeah, Nimhard broke his wrist, so he's out. Yeah, there's no way. I can't take him. I don't like Creighton. I, I don't –
3: What's the spread on this one? Uh, two.
0: Yeah. In favor of – San Diego State, right? Yes. I see two and a half on ESPN. But, yeah, you'll be able to find two without a doubt. Um. Okay, so we're all on San Diego State. Justin's on Creighton. Um, Iowa, Richmond. This is a tough 12-5, but uh, Andrew said it earlier. I was playing the best basketball, arguably, of anybody in the country. Um, the Murray Twins. You got two sets, or not two sets of twins, sorry, two sets of brothers. You got the McCaffrey brothers, and, uh, and then the Murray brothers. But anybody taking Richmond?
1: I want to so bad.
0: Yeah, like I, peop, a lot of people are going to sleep. I feel like everyone's going to automatic Iowa to the next round, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are going to sleep on Richmond. Richmond is a, a veteran team, a lot of seniors, people that have been in late-game situations. They're not going to panic.
1: They have an NBA draft caliber player. Yeah. and I believe his name is Burton. Uh, yes. Is it Tyler Burton. or Is
0: it, is it Rasul Burton? Let me see. wait no no no. yeah I'm thinking of somebody else um I'm pulling it up hold on
1: yeah that's a team that I've watched for the last four years since I left Fordham yeah and that's just a team that I've loved every minute of every game that I've watched them
0: yeah like I was big on them last year and they didn't get in that's what we were talking about earlier um let's see so yeah I was only oh no I'm sorry. I was ten and a half point favorites. I looked at the wrong thing. I was to say only four and a half point favorites. But I like
1: Richmond with the points there. But yeah, I'll take Iowa in advance. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, you're correct, Tyler Burton. Um, but then they, you got Jacob Gilliard mm-hmm. at, um, at. So their two leading scorers are both the forwards down low. Grant Golden, where did he transfer from?
1: He okay, so he didn't transfer from anywhere. His brother was at Butler. He had that's a what I'm at thinking Butler.
0: of. That's okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah,
1: he's been he's been at Richmond since. 2018, 2019.
0: Okay. And then, so yeah, you've got the two forwards down low. Then you got Gilliard giving you 13 a game, shooting 37% from the three point line, 85% from the free throw line. So that's always, that's something that people overlook too. Uh, You got to have a guy who's going to knock down free throws down the stretch, which I want to say he missed one. He He did did miss one. He He left the door open in the championship. Um, I want to say
1: he leads the country in steals too.
0: Yeah, I think that's correct. So this is one that I would, if you're looking for a 12 5 and you don't like any of the other ones, this is one that I don't hate but Iowa is playing really really well. Um but I mean they don't have they don't have a dominant presence down low. If they get off to a cold shooting start, which they have in some games this year, um I, it wouldn't shock me, let's put it this way. It wouldn't shock me. I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have Iowa advancing, but it would not shock me to have Richmond moving on. Um and then Providence and South Dakota State. I'm all over South Dakota State. So, is anybody on Providence? Yeah, I am. Are you? Yeah. I am, too. Don't do it. <laughs> I
2: don't like – I think South Dakota State could struggle a little bit with
0: – Ed Cooley, he, he he fades.
2: Yeah, maybe, but they're definitely going to have to make their shot. Like, they're going to have to shoot the ball well to win. No, 100%, think, so. but
0: it's a good thing that they shoot it better than just about anybody else, though.
2: I know, but I, I watched them against Missouri State, and I was less than impressed.
0: Yeah, I just feel like they're – I feel like – I know, Christ, bro. They've got – their leading scorer shoots at 40%. Um, Their second leading scorer shoots at 47%. Then the next guy shoots at 30 – or shoots at 40%. Then the next guy shoots at 42%. I mean, that's like, like, oh, two guys are having an off night, but Noah Friedel's fucking six of eight from the three-point line. Like, that's willing you – that's keeping you in it right there. When you have that many different guys that can hit – I feel like it's two teams trending in two different directions. Um has South Dakota State ever been here?
3: Mm.
0: I'm sure they
1: have. I think they have. Oh, they had that uh oh they had a guy in recent recent yes. They had a guy who I wanna say is in the NBA now. I gotta I gotta look that up.
0: Regardless, they're not they're not a mainstay in March. Um so they're gonna be fired up. Not that Providence isn't. Like don't get that twisted. Providence is going to be fired up. It's the big dance. Everybody's going to, but I feel like they are just just trending in two different directions. I like, I like South Dakota state here, big time. I think, um, I think this is going to be the 13 to four upset. Um, We're going to get two again this year, which it'll be Vermont and then South Dakota state. Justin, you're on Providence. Yeah. What makes you, what what do you like about Providence? Because they just burned us in the, uh, I know they really
3: did. And they are starting to frustrate me more and more. Like, beginning of february i love providence and now i mean i'm they hang they let teams hang in there they do like and i get it it's a different competition
0: they're in the big east but they let too many teams hang around and if they get off to a slow start which they have recently and and south dakota state starts hitting and they get the momentum behind them they get their home not home crowd but they get their fans that traveled i'm sure they're going to travel well these these small schools or these schools that aren't consistently in the tournament they travel well because they don't know when they're going to come back and i mean dude it's a crazy thing when you get that momentum behind you so
2: it's just like south dakota state's defense at times and it's like they're good offensively they can move the ball around and find open shooters but defensively i think they just give up too many open layups
0: yeah um I know, but that's where it's like that's where I struggle with it because it's like threes more than two. So if they're gonna if they're gonna fuck if they can if they get hot that like you said they're gonna have to hit a lot of threes. Statistics say that they're going to, um, so that can keep you in a game. So it can also take you out of the game. We saw it with a And M, which they're not known for three point shooting, but I mean they were immediately out of that Tennessee game because they weren't hitting shit. They were 0 for eight from the three point line, where Tennessee was like five of seven. So, um, all right, LSU Iowa State. Anybody have Iowa State going?
2: Um,
1: no,
0: I don't. Mm-hmm. What that's, about you?
1: That's one of those games that like I want to put an Iowa State.
0: Oh, I can see Iowa State winning. Don't get me wrong. I,
1: I think LSU's a little too athletic for them. Yep. But I'm going with LSU, but that might be a game that I'll, I'll flip flop.
0: Yeah, no. I, I stop Brockington. Um, like you said, too athletic. I think our athleticism is going to show. Defense turn into offense. Uh, Darius Days, I really need Darius Days to get hot from deep. Uh, Tari Eason, they were talking about potentially a lottery pick. Go ahead, you're on the you're on the the big stage, national stage. Yeah, go ahead and put on a show. He makes some stupid ass turnovers sometimes, spinning into the defense. Like, and then Penson, bro, Penson, either make a three or stop shooting him. please. He's like three of thirty five.
3: From yeah. the three-point
0: line in the last month, and that's not an exaggeration. So either make one or stop shooting them. But I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to take LSU. I don't like Iowa State. They struggle to score, and when you're playing a good defense like LSU, that's something that travels. Which, granted, I know they have a good defense as well, but LSU is going to force them into some turnovers, and and it's going to result in fast break points for us. And we have the guys that can uh, can finish the basket, can finish um, the fast break plays, and the athleticism is going to show so um all right wisconsin colgate obviously you have wisconsin going colgate's i think might be a popular upset pick as well colgate shoots the ball very well
3: yeah they're like that south dakota state team um yes they have a guy shooting 50 percent from three and they, ha- they have another guy shooting 60 percent. i mean i don't know how i'd many, have to see how many times he three, shot, yeah but exactly yeah. but they'd also have a couple 40 percenters too yeah so um
0: yeah, like like Andrew was saying with Brad Davidson. If Johnny Davis is having an off start, Brad Davidson can, can can carry the load. He's been there for a long time. Um but he I mean he'll go on cold stretches too. This is one that I think is tougher than um most are gonna think, but also wouldn't be shocked if they fucking roll and beat him by twenty five. So but currently sits at a seven and a half point spread. Um I don't think I can put Colgate into the next round. I'm going to have Wisconsin, uh, but what about you?
2: Yeah, Wisconsin.
0: Okay. Justin, are you, are you taking Colgate? Yeah.
3: yeah. With
0: the upset? Yeah. All right. Um, well, then I'm assuming you're going to take LSU in the next round. Um, mm. Okay, you
2: got Colgate going <laughs> on a run. All right, Colgate's uh,
0: the uh, Loyola Chicago run. Brush your
2: teeth with Colgate. All right,
0: Auburn, Jacksonville State. Anybody have Auburn getting upset? No. Wouldn't think so? No. Okay. But um,
2: Jacksonville State did upset Opera one time in a uh, football game.
0: Okay, <laughs> noted. Um, okay, so we're gonna speed up a little bit now because now we're through. Um, what about Miami and USC? Oh, did I skip over them? Yeah. I'm taking Miami. I like Miami a lot. I think I'm U- Miami. I think USC is. It's not gonna be what they were last year. Um, they've got the worst Mobley brother. Um, I'm taking Miami. I think Miami's good. What about you? I would agree with that, Miami. Okay, Nick. Yeah, I'm on Miami. Okay, um, so yeah, like I said, that's the the first round covered right there. Um, we're, we're gonna we'll fill out the whole bracket right now, but we're gonna speed it up a little bit. Zags, Boise. Anybody having a boy? Or oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so this is where it gets a little different. So what do we do? Do we come back for a next episode?
2: Um, maybe,
0: maybe I guess. Let's do Final Four because because we're gonna have differing on these main games. So yeah, okay. Give me, Nick. Give me your final four.
2: Um, I don't want to give this out, but I'll give it out anyway. Um, <laughs> I have Gonzaga you give it I, out of the purpose. West. I have Gonzaga out of uh, the East. I have UCLA out of the South. Hmm. I have Arizona, and out of the Midwest, I have Iowa. Really, interesting.
3: Okay, um, Justin, give me yours. Um. Out of the West, I have Gonzaga. Out of the East, I have Kentucky. Out of the South, I have Tennessee, and out of the Midwest, I have Kansas.
0: Okay, I like that. Um, dude, I've gone. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first. You All go right. first.
1: Uh, West, I have Gonzaga. Uh, east, Kentucky, my Wildcats. Uh, South, I have Illinois. Really? I do. Uh, I think last year might have left a little. Bad taste in their mouth yeah I do understand that Arizona's kind of a, a hot team right now, but i'm I'm a rock I'm a rock with the Illinois fighting the eye, and, Illini, and okay. then out of the Midwest I got Iowa
2: best basketball being played right now
0: interesting so y'all are you have Iowa as well right yeah interesting
2: well I think it's really close when, if Kansas and them do end up meeting I think oh close. I hope
0: they do that would be an incredible game mm-hmm. I would love to see that game uh, and that's the, that's the thing that like I love. It's like we're about to see all the matchups that you really like oh that would be awesome like you're gonna get. You're yeah. gonna get. You're gonna get some fucking really good basketball over the next month. Um, okay, I've gone back and forth. Like, I think so. Out of the West, I'm gonna have Texas Tech.
2: Yeah, I have. A, yeah, I have them in the Elite Eight with against yeah. Gonzaga. Mean, I'm gonna have
0: Texas Tech upset Duke, and then get past the Zags. Uh, so Texas Tackle represent the West. I'm going to have Kentucky representing the East, Arizona representing the South, and then I had um I had Kansas representing the Midwest. Okay. So now who do you have in the final game?
2: Um Gonzaga and Arizona.
0: Okay, Justin. I
3: have Kentucky and Kansas.
0: Kentucky and Kansas, interesting. Mm-hmm. A
2: rematch from like Yeah. 12 years ago.
0: All right. Andrew, you said you had a perfect bracket.
2: Uh, I got
1: Kentucky and
0: Iowa. Iowa in the final <laughs>
1: game. I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'd,
0: See, I'd, that's one of the ones, though, not to cut you off. That's one of the things where, like, like you're going to be in our bracket challenge. You're probably going to be the only one that has that matchup. So if yeah. that happens, like, you could win it without even having to pick the winner right If mm-hmm. you if you do well enough in the early rounds because yeah. you get – you, you'll you get 32 points that nobody else will get because unless somebody – there might be an Iowa fan in there. Uh, but I don't think that's going to be popular at all. So,
1: oh, I definitely don't think it will be popular. But if but, it happens – What was it? Uh, I forget what year it was, but ever since Kimball Walker's year. UConn, yeah. They had no business being in that Final Four. But was that they got like, hot? In was the, that 11? Either 10 or 11. Yeah. I think it might have been 10. Uh, you know, they get hot during the conference tournament and yep. they just – Stayed hot throughout the entire tournament. And yep. Nobody could beat them, and I see a lot of that in this Iowa team.
0: Was that the step back over to do for Pitt yep. in the uh, Big mm-hmm. East tournament, yep. and then he, yeah, carried it over, and then they won. Um, they ended up winning with Kevin Ollie with Shabazz four, Napier. Four like years yeah, later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Four years later, UConn went on a little run there for sure. But when Kimball won it, that was with Calhoun, right? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. No. I mean, dude, Iowa is. F- I've been saying. I've been texting him. Over and over again, like, I don't give Iowa enough credit. Like, I need to start fucking paying attention to what Iowa's doing or at least acknowledging what they're doing whenever it comes to betting. Um,
2: they're playing better defensively now is the key. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, they they're are. Scrappy. They're scrappy. They're playing scrappy defense. So. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay, I have in the final game, I have Kentucky and Arizona. Who do you have winning it all? Um. In your number, your number one bracket. Um, that's what I always said. I I said it last year. Your first bracket is your test of how good of a bracket you picked. So, at least for me, my first bracket is like what I gauge on how well I did picking games. And then with the second and third one, always tweak things here and there around my first one. And that's why like Baylor was my first one last year. That's why I, was, I had a fucking great year picking. Whereas, I feel like. With the other ones, it's like you. Oh, okay. I'll take the other team just to kind of try to hedge the bet a little bit. So, what is your your fir- in your first bracket? Who do you have winning at all?
2: I'm gonna go with uh, Arizona. Okay, I, think, I almost see went. I almost went with Gonzaga. <laughs> I see you have it written down right there. Um, but like, this is just like last year. The a Baylor and Gonzaga to me, they were the two betting favorites. Yeah, for to win at all, and they, they met. Both, they end both up got meeting. There. There, so I think the same thing probably happens. This I year. just feel like,
0: well, I'll okay. You go. Who do you have winning it all? Uh, Kentucky. Interesting. Okay, and then you got Iowa. I don't have. <laughs> I was about I don't. to say.
1: Look, here is the thing. I told you all this before. We kind of hopped on. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Kentucky fan. I have been for a while. A lot of people are going to be making fun of me for this pick as a mm-hmm. homer pick, but I haven't been this confident in a Kentucky team in a. While.
0: On. no yeah let's put it this way um because i don't have to tell anybody like my other brackets uh, but i probably will have a kentucky bracket as well kentucky has everything you need to win shibwe is arguably the best player in the fucking country then you have ty ty washington if he can stay healthy i, I love ty ty washington wheeler you take the good with the bad uh the good outweighs the bad but every now and then he's going to go on a, a stretch grady Kind of was struggling in the last couple games with his outside shot, but throughout the year, Grady has been a sniper from deep. Uh, I, I like, um, Davion Mintz. He gives you veteran leadership. They've got all these athletic guys topping. I, I, I like Kentucky. I think Kentucky very well can win this tournament. Um, uh,
1: the guy that is the difference maker for me is, uh, Brooks.
0: Kennedy Brooks. No, uh, not Kennedy Brooks. Um, Fuck Kennedy Brooks. I
1: don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his first name. I should have yeah. this, but uh, mid-range. I mean, there, there's not a mid-range shot that he doesn't put up yes. that I don't think is going in.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um,
1: well, yeah, why the fuck
0: am I drawing a blank on his name, too? He's been there for a while.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Keon Brooks. Keon Brooks.
0: Yep. Um, but, yeah, Kellen Grady shooting 40, basically damn near 43% from the three-point line. If you can get that along with... The ability of Ty Ty Washington and Sevier Wheeler to create, they have multiple guys in double digits, and then when you have Oscar Shibway down low, he's averaging fucking 15 rebounds a game, 60% from the floor shooting. And he can kind of hit free throws.
2: Oh, yeah. he's Yeah.
0: I mean, for a big, he shoots free throws really well. That's big down the stretch. They have multiple guys that can hit free throws, too, in late-game situations. And Kentucky's always good for those, like, those late game, like when they had the Harrison twins, they mm-hmm. were always pulling off fucking comebacks, and and late game situations always seemed to go their way.
1: Malik Monk, uh, yes, a couple years after yes. that, I now fucking granted, was so big on Malik Monk. I, I love that Carolina shot put a put a dagger in my heart, but no, oh, I bet Malik Monk was no, yeah,
0: he he was a stud. Um, all right, so you have Kentucky, Justin. You had Kentucky as well, yes, and then you had Arizona. Yeah, I'm on Arizona as well. I think what Arizona did in the Pac-12 championship without Kirk Creesa to come back from what yeah, they were they down come back, yeah. was, like, that was like kind of like Macy Oteague with Baylor. When I saw that, I was like, okay. When I saw them make that comeback against UCLA, I was like, this is the best team in the fucking country. So, they have so much length. Ben Matherin is a stud. If he can start, oh, if he so can make good. up his mind that I'm going to take the game over, then he can and he will. They have enough length yeah, and size he can be the down best low. Player in this tournament. Yes, he can take it over. Much like I can see Jaden Ivy doing it with Purdue, but he's not as efficient as Matherin is. So Matherin's not as explosive as Jaden Ivy, but I'm taking Matherin every day of the week over Ivy. So yeah, I think and
2: defensively, he's really good as yes, well. Yes,
0: yes, and they have the length. They have rim protectors. They have Balo coming off the bench, the Gonzaga transfer. I think that – and Kirk Creesa they're saying, is coming back. So, he, they don't even need – he doesn't even need to play the first game. Don't don't play him against yeah. the one – I mean, against the 16. Uh, and then let him come back for either Seton Hall or TCU. I really like – I mean, I really – fuck. And that's bad. Fucking – that's bad luck. I really like Arizona. I think Arizona's going to win. Um, especially, they had – they're coming off of the postseason ban. So, they're – like, that's what I said, they're out for it all. They, they, they wanted the Pac-12 championship. They didn't get to play in shit. They won it all. So uh, this is a good chance for them. If they do meet Gonzaga, what what's the the name um, of Arizona's coach? I'm drawing a blank on fucking everything right now. Uh, he was under Mark Few. This oh, is his. that's fir- right. It was his assistant. Yes, this is his first year with Arizona. So if he wins it before, uh, if yeah. he wins it in his first year, getting out from under Mark Few, they might say, Mark Few, see you later, and then ask uh, whatever the fuck his name is if you want to come and coach. Right? <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know i like the kentucky picks i like the kentucky picks a lot and then me and nick are uh, on a consensus with uh arizona um
2: see when we recorded last time we did a little thing like a who would be our three or whatever yeah we were i was on arizona i think kentucky and duke i don't know if i'm making a kentucky or a duke now
0: what are you doing all arizona
2: no, I'm I'm on other teams now. Oh, I might, okay. have, mentioned, I like, I might have mentioned UCLA. I'm strongly considering making a Gonzaga bracket. Yeah, no, I see have the have thing. A the bracket. thing with
0: Gonzaga though, it's like I feel like they have less. I mean, statistically, if you look at it, that's not factual, but I feel like they have less legitimate scoring options this year than they did last year. Yeah. Yes. So, and they ran into a buzzsaw with Baylor. I totally understand. Trust me, I know firsthand. But. Like they try to play through Timmy too much, where it like sometimes it just the flow of the offense goes out the window. Uh, They did not look good in their conference tournament. Yeah, like I was texting y'all, I was like they look like shit. Like I was like that's why I kept saying this is the number one team in the country. I disagree. So
2: yeah, I definitely think Arizona should have been ranked ahead of them. But it's
0: so easy though to fall in love when if you're like if you're a stat guy, it's so easy to fall in love with Gonzaga though. Like that it's you. It's like okay, you've got seven guys that are averaging double figures, so, and then you've got the twin towers down low with Timmy and Holmgren.
1: Mm-hmm. That see, Holmgren is the scary part about them for me. Yes, at the end of the day, he's still a freshman.
0: No, yeah, he's like untapped potential.
1: He's also looks like he weighs 140 pounds at seven feet. Yes, he's I, got his it, dad up there with the camcorder. Yeah, it's exactly. like, sir, these
0: are nationally televised. You can just watch it back. <laughs> like
1: if they run into Kentucky, obviously, I think Timmy is going to end up guarding Sheboy. But I, th- I, I don't know who Holmgren is going to match up with. That's going to benefit them on the defensive side.
0: Yeah, and that's a, So that's a good point. So, um, sheboy will body Timmy. Yes, he will. He will have his way with Drew Timmy or Holmgren. They will yeah, not think put Holmgren either. Either, either or one. <laughs> either one. They will not put Holmgren on Sheaboy because he's going to stop looking like a lottery pick if they put if they do that. So, um, yeah, that's what, dude. Arizona is my number one. If I'm gonna be completely honest, my number two would be Kentucky. I, I I really like the Kentucky pick. Um, personally, I think you're going out on a limb with Iowa. But if it does happen,
1: oh, it works out in my favor. Then you're
0: fucking yeah, you're gonna cruise to a victory. So, because not very many people are gonna have that. So that's what I'm saying. When you're doing when you're picking these brackets and these bracket challenges, you have to kind of take you have to take chances because there will be upsets. Do not think that there won't be. You have to take chances to try to get an edge on the people that were too scared to pick the upset. I'm so, very
1: I'm very interested to see what people do with Auburn.
0: Yes. I'm very I, interested. So we're not gonna I guess we're not gonna we're not gonna keep going. Um I think Miami can upset Auburn.
1: Uh yeah, I have it down on my bracket right here.
0: Yeah. I think that Miami will upset Auburn. Um and then I'm trying to look through if I see any other Virginia Tech certainly can upset Purdue. Don't think they can't. But if Purdue shows up, then they should handle business. Um, do y'all have any other big upsets that stick out?
2: Um, Not like super big. The biggest one that y'all probably wouldn't have is Michigan State over Duke in the second round. You have that? Yeah.
0: Really? That would be fucking hilarious if Coach K loses in the second round. To Tom Izzo, <laughs> that would be oh goodness. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? You got anything, any else, anything crazy?
1: North Carolina over Baylor in the second round, but even then, like I'm still kind of wishy-washy over that. I think no,
0: Baylor, I like that too.
1: Baylor's going to be a a pick over North Carolina that a lot of people have. That's more of a let's see if I can get some additional points yeah. that a lot of people won't get in this. In Do you this have North challenge? Carolina
0: win in the following round?
1: I actually, got St. Mary's in my elite eight.
0: Okay. See, so that's where I feel like you can. That's one where I feel like you can take that chance because you don't have you don't have North Carolina winning again. So it's like if Baylor were to get them, then you're losing out on that win and the following win. So yeah, I feel like that's. I I think North Carolina can definitely beat them if they start clicking at the right time as well. Um, So no, yeah, I I don't I don't dislike that pick at all. Uh, What about you, Justin? You got anything crazy? Um, you got Vermont beating UConn.
3: No, I do have Colgate in the sweet sixteen though. Over so, LSU. Huh, Jesus uh, I Christ. mean, that's that's about the only crazy
0: thing. You're nuts, dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. If Colgate does beat Wisconsin, they could beat LSU. We don't know how LSU is gonna respond not having Will yeah, Wade.
2: Yeah, that's the biggest thing.
0: But I think if I'm being completely honest, like a coach fucking matters, don't get me wrong. But LSU's kind of that team, like we didn't we're not like a really like Run the offense type of team. We're kind of just like a go play, like yeah, play hard and run. Yeah, fast. our athleticism, and we're going to play smothering defense, and we're right. going we're going to overpower you. You don't really need. Again, you need a coach. I'm not saying you don't, but if any team could rally off a win or two without their coach, it's probably LSU because it's like with or without a coach, Gaines is still going to fucking throw it to the twelfth row sometimes. Like it, it's still they're still going to make questionable turnovers. In head scratching decisions, so at least with Will Wade they were still doing that. Yeah. So,
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I got LSU going to the Sweet 16.
0: Do you? Yeah,
2: but I'm I'm wearing an LSU shirt. See, I'm not I'm not like
0: you're high on Wisconsin. I'm not that high on Wisconsin. So, um, uh, which doesn't mean shit. Uh, Wisconsin could go to the Elite Eight for all I fucking know. Um, I mean, I
2: think LSU's got a f- kind of a favorable is in a favorable position, like. I didn't expect them to be in this favorable of a position, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't like Iowa
0: State. I think that they should be able to advance, and then matched up with Wisconsin. I feel like LSU can hang with Wisconsin, but it's just
2: it's not like last they year just where you had they to play f- Michigan they
0: fade in the year next after round. year. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they but, have a good path. Yeah, or but still, team. LSU consistently hasn't shown up. They showed the most they shown up was last year against Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um. I don't know. All I know is I'm I'm fucking excited. I'm extremely excited. We're back to – there's no bubble. Everybody's off in their respective region. You're going to have cr- a fully stacked uh, stadiums. Are you going to the Final Four?
1: I just got my tickets last week. Did you really? Yeah, I'll be in Vegas this weekend, and I will be at the Final Four in three. Oh, that's
0: going to be sick. Where are you all staying in Vegas?
1: Caesars. Oh, we nor- we normally stay at the wind. That That's my best – or that's my favorite sports book over there, but – might have to,
0: uh, you going with family or friends? Yeah,
1: we do a, we do a uh, family guys trip every year.
0: How how uh, early in advance do y'all buy everything you need? Because uh, like prices had, are fucking uh, ridiculous.
1: So I wasn't sure with with work and everything. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go Thursday through Sunday or yeah. Friday. And I got my tickets late. Like, I don't even know how much they really were. But yeah, it was expensive. And I know my dad, my uncle, my. Or my other uncle, I should say, they started booking this back in probably November, December. Yeah. Dude, that's that's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's um, gonna be so sick. It, it really is.
1: It's the best weekend out of the year. Yeah. Hands that, down. There's I mean, and in my opinion, Vegas is one of the best places in the in this whole country. Oh yeah. So I'll I'll <laughs> gladly I'll gladly go ahead, park my ass on a on a sports book, watch some basketball all yep. day, maybe go play some blackjack, go play some craps every now and then. Yep. If I'm winning but uh
0: you'll it, play you'll play regardless it's inc- <laughs> it's
1: incredible dude i can't even like if y'all I don't know if y'all have ever done it but it's it's a weekend that everybody should do at least once
0: so i've been to vegas not not for march madness uh not for the opening weekend or, or for any weekend of march madness but it's on the bucket list it will happen eventually we were at uh we, where were we uh the ip and then the scarlet pearl last year actually we got kicked out of the ip <laughs> had to go to the scarlet pearl shout out to joseph they said something to joseph that sat him off yeah <laughs> we still don't know what,
2: what they told him about.
0: joseph was blackout drunk and then try he said you don't know what they said to me i said joseph come on they come on they probably just said <laughs> they're to gonna
1: him. win that battle 10 times out of 10. <laughs> they what they
0: said. yeah no he fully fully deserved to be kicked out of that casino <laughs> without question um but yeah no i mean vegas is on the bucket list without a doubt um all right, there's a couple questions that I'm going to have that are not related to March Madness, but that is our brackets, um, at least the first round, and we gave you the final four. We told you who you should be picking to win it. Uh, we're in these bracket challenges too, so we can't give out every single pick. Um, but we'll, we'll obviously after the first round, we'll do another episode. We'll come back in and we'll break everything down. We'll see how everything stacks up, um, or at least after the first weekend. So, Are all right. we doing bets? Oh, uh, fuck, yeah, you're right. All right, give me your
2: – yeah. I'll just rain them off a little bit. Um the first game I'm going to take is on Thursday at 11.40. It's the, actually, it's the second game that's going to start. Oh, go ahead. Um, take them. I'm taking Providence. I'm taking the Friars, minus two. And then I'm going to go ahead and uh, bet against another public pick, which is probably going to be um, a lot of people are going to be taking Richmond, plus ten and a half. I'm going with Iowa, minus ten and a half. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to roll with Kentucky, minus 17 and San Diego State, minus two and a half. Vermont, plus five. That's that's for the first day. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm going to give you
0: my picks right now tentatively. We will do a card on Instagram. So, if you're not following the Instagram page at Big Easy Bets, go ahead and follow it. You'll have all of our picks on there because there's a very – possible chance that we are going to add picks as well and it's not out of the question that i bet every single fucking pick that they have to offer or bet every single game because um, we'll drop
3: a card on just thursday right and then yeah we're gonna go day by day so I'll yeah
0: take every game you. but so and yeah that's another thing so with this podcast we don't know what the second round we don't know what the round of 32 is so we may have to do an impromptu podcast after friday potentially yeah. We'll, no, see. I'm down. we'll see. We'll see how the first well Justin's gonna be out of town. Um that's what I said, Justin's who John Ralstein's been talking about, dude. John Ralstein's been tweeting dude, out what's about your problem,
3: dude? I would never, ever, ever pick this time, but it just matched up perfectly for Devin. So
0: John Ralstein's been talking about there's people out there planning vacations in March. Pray for them. He's been talking about Justin. Justin said I'm going on vacation. I said, What the fuck are you talking about? You're going on vacation if you're not going to Vegas, you're not going on vacation. Um what is the spread on the Kentucky game?
2: 17 and a half. That's a
1: uh, lot of points. It is, they but smash. they're going to,
0: yeah, they are going to shit on them. Um, let's see, Justin, give me yours. I'm writing mine out real quick. I'm, I'm all right. For I'll, I'll the, be ready um, in two seconds. If you're not yeah.
3: for the first day, I have Gonzaga minus 23, and then I'm going to take Vermont plus five and a half. And I'm, I'm going to take a money line as well. Okay. Um, then Virginia Tech plus one. And then Murray State minus one. And then Kentucky minus 17. Okay. Um, you want me to give you a Friday as well?
0: Not yet. Okay. We'll do So we're just doing Thursday for right now. Um, give me Michigan minus two and a half. Give me San Diego. No, I'm sorry. South Dakota State plus two. Give me Tennessee minus 17. North Carolina minus three. Kentucky minus 17.5, Vermont plus 5, and Murray State minus
2: 1.5. Oh, yeah, I like that North Carolina pick. That's probably going to be one on mine.
0: Yeah, 3.30, midday. You get your first couple games out of your system. You get some lunch in, you're feeling fresh, and then you buckle back in. Uh, all right, Andrew, what are your picks for Thursday?
1: So I'm going to ride with you on the Michigan minus 2.5. Uh, first,
0: gonna- first game of the day, too. You're not taking the first game of the day? We did I'm it last year. I'm in love year. with Michigan. We got burned. All right, go ahead.
1: Give me Tennessee minus 17. The defense is too good. Uh, give me Richmond plus 10.5. Go ahead and throw in UConn minus 7. I like that. Vermont plus 5. Murray State minus 1.5. And I don't like the 14 on UCLA, but I might like that first half pick.
2: I don't, I don't know what.
1: It is. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was assuming looking- it's going to be seven and a half, eight. It's fourteen right now. Yeah, I might like that UCLA minus whatever that first half is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also whoever Kansas is playing. I'm throwing whatever it is on that game too.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. And, and like I said, everybody listening, this is subject to change. Um. Upon further. Um. Research, I guess, and and really, I if I change anything, I'm just gonna add more than likely. um But all right, Nick. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. Seventy eight percent of the money is on is on the jackrabbits. <laughs> wow, you wouldn't think that would be the case. Yeah.
0: Um. All right. Give me your Friday picks. Do you have them?
2: Yes. Okay. Um. I didn't get the times down, so I don't know when these. They're almost in order, except for Chattanooga got mixed up. But Ohio State, I'm taking them in a pick. I'm against Loyola Chicago. I'm going to go with Houston, minus 8.5. I think this is a, a big mistake for a lot of people. Thinking UAB has a chance, I, I'm not so sure. Um, I'm going to go with Chattanooga, plus 7.5. I'm going to take LSU, minus 4. And then I'm going to go with Michigan State, minus 1. Did you say Chattanooga, minus 7.5? Plus,
0: plus seven. seven and a half, okay. I mean. You may have said it correctly. Um all right, Justin, give me your Friday picks.
3: Um Ohio State and the pick'em. <clears throat> um Miami plus one and a half. Hmm. Uh Davidson plus one. And Colgate plus seven and a half. And a little money line on that too. Okay. Andrew, what are your Friday picks?
1: I'm gonna go Ohio State and the pick'em. I'm gonna go let's see, Texas Tech minus fifteen. Give me Yale plus fifteen and a half. Uh give me Miami plus one and a half. Whatever the, or I guess we don't even know what that who, who's gonna play Alabama, so I'm not even gonna talk about that one. Uh give me Illinois minus seven and a half. Give me Houston minus eight and a half. And then I'm gonna go ahead and go under on the LSU Iowa State. That's at a one twenty seven and a half.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's another thing. Point totals and shit. Like, I gotta, I gotta dive into yeah, that I gotta, a little bit deeper. But man. yeah, I don't, I don't hate that pick for at all. Um, all right, Friday for me, Ohio State in a pick'em as well. Consensus there, all around the table. Give me Texas Tech minus fifteen, Delaware plus fifteen and a half. Y'all are sleeping on the Blue Hens. Just might find my way to a money line there. Chattanooga plus seven and a half, LSU minus four, Colgate plus seven and a half, Seton Hall minus one, Houston minus eight and a half, and Miami plus one and a half. I really might bet every fucking pick. I bet every game. Um, We can do it. (laughs) um, All right. So that is our picks for the first two days, the first round of uh, March Madness, Thursday, Friday, any game that we didn't touch on, which we pretty much touched on every one, uh, you can message us on the Instagram or at Big Easy Bets on Twitter. Uh, We'll give you our opinion on whichever one you reach out to us about. Um, we'll be back for the second round, I guess. We'll, we'll play it by ear, but all right, really quickly, football, Tom Brady's back. What are your thoughts on selection Sunday? That stupid Um, fuck.
2: I guess it was kind of surprised, but then at the end of the day, it wasn't.
0: That makes sense. I was surprised. It's been fucking 40 days. What are your thoughts?
1: So are you a Tom Brady guy? No. Okay. Never, never have, never will.
0: Nick's a closet Tom Brady guy. I got he, a lot of respect. You respect him. Yeah, <laughs> mean, at the end of the day, you
1: got to respect his game and what he's done, but I mean the the release time or the 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 throw time whatever it's called, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't get behind that. He snaps the ball and throws it within a second, so Yeah. I I could probably go do that in the NFL. Well, <laughs> but, uh no, I I when he first when he first retired, I said he's going to screw over that reporter that leaked Shafter Was was it Schefter that originally reported? There may
0: have no. Well, it was Jeff Darlington and then Schefter as well. Yeah, and Darlington's like his guy.
1: Yeah, well, see, I didn't know that because I was thinking, you know, that guy leaked that report. He was like, no, I'm not sure yet. Then a couple days later, he retires, and it's like, you know what?
0: Well, he did kind, yeah, he did kind of scrim over. That's why people were saying like, Jay Glazer is uh, Sean Payton and Drew Brees' guy. He Mm -hmm. always was. Darlington's been with Brady like he always had the breaking news on Brady, and so that's why everybody was like, well. Like what? Well, yeah, you are kind of fucking them over by saying no.
1: I mean, the Bucks are losing a bunch of guys to free agency. I'm not sold on them. Kind of curious to see what we end up doing with the quarterback situation over here in New Orleans. But
0: that's we'll another see. thing too. So, um, Justin, quit. What are your thoughts on Brady?
3: Yeah, I mean, I was definitely surprised. It was it was fast, a lot faster than I
0: thought. Yeah, fuck Tom Brady
3: on Selection Sunday. <laughs> it's March. Tom, I understand free
0: agency is starting, but it's March. Can you let us enjoy the brackets before you got to come out? Oh, I got unfinished business. You fucking won everything you can win. What are you talking about? Unfinished business. Um, Deshaun Watson was spotted in New Orleans today. Uh, Saints are currently looking like they might just be the front runners to land Deshaun Watson as a football player. I love that. Anything further, we're not going to get into. Um, Deshaun Watson is worth three. For, is wor, worth Jesus Christ. I'm having a stroke call the police. He's worth three first round picks. He's worth I don't know. I don't want to give up Ramchek. if I'm being honest. Um but I would. So I think yeah, offensive tackles they're not a dime a dozen by any means, but neither is a franchise fucking quarterback. So I would take Deshaun Watson. Would you give up three first round picks and Ramcheck?
2: Yeah, and whatever else they want. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what, what I think you, I yeah. think Deshaun Watson has the capability to be the best quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's shown that I mean he definitely was top five. I mean, um, you did
2: you not see him
0: last season on shit Houston? Yeah. Running
2: no. for his damn life. Remember he took he <laughs> took uh you probably MVP. weren't listening
0: by then. Nick bet the Texans to win fucking everything. I the, bet him to win the Super Bowl the at Super seventy. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything. Deshaun Watson to win MVP a whole nine yards. It, yeah, it didn't oh, go well. God. Well they sucked, but
2: Watson was really good. Was
1: that the year yeah. they beat the Bills on that like fl- Oh no, the Bills won
2: that game. That was the year before they um the So that year they made the playoffs. Yeah. And then the next year I was like, um they were losing a lot of guys and they had a lot of question marks at offensive line, but I was still like 70 to 1 with Watson. I mean, <laughs> that's a steal of a bet. But then they they sucked. They won like four games.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> look, Deshaun Watson, the football player, there's no denying his ability. There's no denying that if we go get him without giving up the real key pieces, we're immediately a front-runner to win the Super Bowl in the NFC. So all y'all out there trying to sit on your moral high horse, you can't pick and choose when you go innocent until proven guilty matters and doesn't matter. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to comment on whether I think he did or didn't do whatever he's accused of. That's not for me to do. It's My job is to be a fan of the Saints. And to worry about who is on the team, I'm not in the legal system. I'm not a fucking – I'm not the pope. I I mean, I don't know what the guy did or didn't do. So, But if Deshaun Watson wants to come play quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, like Nick said, give them
2: whatever the fuck they want. And I'm buying his jersey. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we
0: had, like, the wall of shame jerseys. We had Michael (laughs) Vick. We had – we had Magic Johnson with his AIDS. Um, Man- Manziel. We had we had Manzel. We I had a whole, He has AIDS. Too. We had as possible. We had. Shannon a whole, owes <laughs> y'all the, uh, the Ray Rice one too. Yeah, he had a Ray Rice jersey <laughs> okay. on the way. Uh, Kobe, which rest in peace, to Kobe Bryant, but he might have raped a girl. Um, it, I mean, allegedly. We had, yeah, yeah, allegedly. Same thing. Uh, we love Kobe. We we love. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger. He he got off. Come on. Um, Bo Jackson with the hip <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah we had a, we had a wall of uh, a wall of shame jerseys for sure uh so we'll see what happens there but this is March I'm not worried about football right now that's why everybody keeps fucking texting me I'm like I don't give a shit until they say we're getting them I don't want to hear anything about football at all it's March so all right episode 108 in the books y'all got anything to say before we go
1: appreciate y'all having me on it was fun uh I'll be, I'll be hopefully be sending you all some good content from Vegas. So. For sure. Yeah, if, be, hey, awesome. if
0: you, you said you got a perfect bracket. So if you get every pick right in the first round, when y'all come back from Vegas, you might have to uh, oh, come yeah. back on and uh, give everybody the, the next round of picks. Let's so it, I man. took all fun. my
2: money out to sports books. <laughs> I'm going back to the Italians phone calls only, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Justin, what do you got to say before we go? Uh, good luck, everybody. All right. Episode 108 in the books. The bracket is here. This is what we've been waiting for. And we're gonna go make a run at it again. Like I said, if y'all have any questions, y'all hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you can find us. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, go subscribe and listen. And we're gonna try to do the Lord's work for you again, just like last year. Y'all have a good one. Hoot at. What we do?